Vibe with me. Vibe with me. Let's go. Freak out, yo. Father, have I slipped away from your love? This that yeah. new Marriott. Can you please forgive me? Reset. Toronto. Stand up. Father, if I veer away from your love, can you come and steer me? I be distant at times That's my issue And you never seem to leave me yeah. But sometimes I feel I am lost Like that she was Will you come and get me? Let's get it yeah. uh, Faded with a dime You know that time's frozen I'm hoping that you don't see what mine's gonna see tonight What I'm gonna Podcast. It's your boy Mills. It's your boy Shan. It's your boy Man Some Moose. What's good? What's good? What's, What's good? What's good? We chilling, man. On the, on the fine end of the weekend, recording a little bit um, earlier than normal, but we got some good news. I guess you would say people would call it good news when it comes to the George Floyd. Case. I mean, it depends on how you look at it. I mean, when you look at it in the history and the context of what's been going on, I guess it's good news because you're actually seeing um, a police officer get sentenced. Right. Usually, when um, they get off with everything. So, I mean, how do you feel with his sentencing, first off? We're talking about Derek Chauvin, the officer who um, murdered George Floyd. Um, he uh, just got sentenced to 22 years? Yeah, but he only got to serve 15. So, he'll get off on good behavior. And how many years? 15. 15? Yeah. He has to serve 15. So, he has to, he has to serve all 15. Um, to get early parole. To get early parole. Do you think he'll get early parole or what? Yeah. For sure. I mean, I think he will. He'll, he'll probably be in PC the whole time. He a white, he a white man. He'll probably be in protected custody the whole time because he has to. Because he can't go to the population, bro. He is, you, don't, you don't think he can go? He to can't go out of population. What do you bro? think they're gonna do to him? They're gonna kill him, bro. You think they're gonna kill him for sure? So they're not gonna kill him. They're not. They're gonna, gonna kill him, bro. They're not gonna kill him. You think? You think actually? They're gonna, they gonna, gonna kill, kill him, bro. They might kill him. They're gonna kill him. Pop, they probably would. They're gonna kill I mean, him, is bro. Going, is he going to like a state prison or federal? Like, is, like um, well, are those federal charges, though. Those are regular state charges. They probably are. Right. Don't ask me. I'm not a lawyer yet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say the I wrong think, thing. <laughs> next thing you know, oh, yeah, no, you said it on the podcast. Nah, so you must be right. Nah, I, nah, nah, I think those are regular state charges. I think he'll go to state prison. 
He ain't commit a federal crime. I mean, you're right. He gonna go to state prison. And they gonna which is which is which is worse than federal and prison. If, and if and if and if he's in gym pop, they gonna do yeah, him. Yeah, no, yeah, bro. He ain't gonna yeah, send a chance, bro. No chance at all. He don't send but a I chance. Mean, do you think on on a different note? I know we're talking about it like in Loki, like a joking matter. Do you think? Um, George Floyd's family obviously they can't get George Floyd back, but do you think that they're satisfied with the sentencing, or do you think they're no. probably not? They probably want them to get life. It's not even about it's not even about life. It's just more so about the fact that like they lost they they lost their their son, they lost a family member. So it's like yeah. they can, he can go to jail for life, but that's not going to do it justice. Like at the end of the day, you got to understand like there's nothing that there's no amount of sentencing, there's no amount of money that you're going to give them that's going to quantify. Their their family member, you go to grief, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so, it's like if you want to look at it from an objective point of view, yeah, of course. Like they can be happy he went, to, he's going to jail. Mm. But in the bigger picture, it's like yeah, they'll be happy he in jail. But for the most part, he's he killed their son, and you know he getting out one day. Yeah, he getting out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it, it just it's it's just always gonna look away, in my opinion. So it's just I don't know. I thought he was gonna get more years. Nah, I thought he was gonna get twenty five to life or like thirty clip. They gave that one. They gave that one white girl that came in and broke in in both them jeans' house. They, yeah, they they gave her like they gave her ten years and she's appealing the case. Right. So it's like for him, and he was trying to get a new trial. Yeah. Today. So it's like at this point, it's like they we at the end of the day, yo, I mean, we should know he guilty on three murder charges. You know what I'm saying? So like, fifteen years. I mean, they they goofy. They goofy for what they did. I mean, I should have known. Like, for me, that's why I wasn't happy when, like, yeah, he's guilty all three times. I'm like, yeah, no, nah, there's nothing to be happy about. You got to wait until the sentencing comes. People and, are going to say, yeah. you know, you guys aren't satisfied, like, he's going to prison and all that, but, like. It's not about that. Like, there are people that are in jail for life right now for weed. Yeah. That's true. in jail right now for, yeah. for, 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 for shopping. Having two ounces on you. Yeah, like, 15 so, years. of course, I'm not going to be satisfied. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's like, I just watched somebody get murdered. On Instagram Live, so why would I be satisfied with somebody only getting fifteen years? And if it was the other way around, if this was a cop life getting taken, life, life, life without a doubt, it'd be life, life <laughs> it, without a doubt, it'd be life. Don't you get like 10, 15 years? I think you probably get like 10, 15 years for like assault. Probably oh, yeah. more, yeah. Probably that's what more. I'm saying. It's Depending, like you get that just for assault. So that's why I'm like, I'm looking at the situation. I'm like, you want me to be happy when we knew that he went out of his way to kill? But we're not even. You, I'm not going to make y'all relive that, but all I can say is that it's cool, I guess. Yeah, he should be going to prison. We are happy yeah. that he's going to prison. Don't get it twisted. But it's like, uh-huh. they should, they're trying to make us feel like, yeah, he went to jail. Justice. I just was expecting no. more. I was expecting more. I wasn't expecting anything. Like I, I don't know. I wasn't um, expecting nothing. With this, I think in the grand scheme of things, yes, it's a step forward for um, what's been going on, in my opinion. I think it's an improvement. Um, obviously... You can't like I said before, you can't bring back George Floyd. Um, the trauma that the family felt, that people felt, you can't you can't replace that. The experience that they went through, they can't replace that. But seeing a cop actually be sentenced for the crime that he committed, I feel as though it's a step in the right direction. Now, absolutely, people, I would be more disappointed if we continue to go backwards and not continue to move forward. Mm-hmm. I think this will be served used as a lesson in a sense to the police force that you will be held accountable. Um, or at least we hope it would. But do I think things are going to change within the police force like that? No. I but, mean, you mean what? I mean, I was going to say like what? Like what did you think was going? The only way, like, if you want me to be honest, the only thing that really can change is if you just eradicate the police force. What do you mean? That can't happen, bro. Why it can't? 
eradicate the police force? What does the police force do? Okay, I don't want to be that guy, but not all cops are fucking dickheads. It's not about like it's him. not about it's not about being dickheads. It's what do the police do? They police. Police what? They can serve the people, the community. No, they don't. No, they don't. The only time, the only time you ever really see police actually prevent stuff is when they're called ahead of time. Ten times out of ten, you call the police after shit happened. Yeah, but you never expect shit to go down the way it go down, though. What you yeah, going to do? My, you but, don't know but, if they ain't going to pull up on you on some but crazy my point, shit. But my, point is, but my point is this. like, Let's not even take the situation from a standpoint of violence. Like, Police are called for every single situation. Police are called if someone is having a mental health episode because people don't know what to do. People are called when someone is suicidal. People yeah. are called for all these different things. So it's like, what do the police do? They're not even trained to deal with mental health, like, mental health issues. They're not trained to deal with all types of issues. So my okay, but that's that, a police issue, not so, an eradicator. So, 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 so what I'm me, saying is, so what I'm saying is, why not take all the funding from the police and put it into things where you can actually help the community? So we're going to be out here with no police? Yeah, I'm cool with How that. How that's going to go? I'm cool with that. Niggas going to be robbing everybody, no, bro. No, they not, bro. Yeah. You don't think motherfuckers going to come over here and rob your crib? They rob people already. But they won't come over here now and do it. They rob people So if they already. made a big announcement, you know what I'm saying? It'll be look, so you look, hold on, look, hold on, hold on, look, hold on. Look, look. So you want some real tight, you want some real like purge shit right now. It's not even it's not gonna be purge shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's a certain way that you can move where you don't really necessarily need the police. Break it down for us, Toby. Break it down for us. Yeah, make it make sense. Break to it me. down you have for a neighborhood, us. You have a neighborhood watch. You can have trained professionals, you can have security. Neighborhood watch Did, like um George, George Zimmerman. Zimmerman? Oh, did I say that? No. But that but neighborhood but that's the, watch. But that's the first George thing. Zimmerman, George Zimmerman is a different. I'll be honest with you. George Zimmerman is not going to be the example because now we're going to. How say do you know he's he not is be the example. example of what happens when you ain't when you, when you got motherfuckers like that doing neighborhood watch? You but think how many George Zimmermans do you think there are in just the country alone, or even in Florida alone? George Tons. Zimmerman, actual George Zimmerman. Tons. Honestly, honestly a think lot. that there's less than. Tons, I honestly, think, no, 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 if no. You no, give no, the right no, person. You have some concerns. Hold on, hold on. Stop, 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 stop. You, you, saying no, no. No, I think the same thing that's happening in the police force where you give cowards a badge is gonna happen if you allow I'm people to be this, neighborhood yeah, fucking bro. I'm saying this from what do you mean? I'm not looking. No, because you, you already see these boys that be out here, the people that's like the armed militia that be showing up to these riots. But and shit. I'm saying, I'm saying, when you say, "Oh, how many George Zimmermans are there?" You also have to understand what George Zimmerman has done after he's killed Trayvon Martin. Okay, but he uh, went off the rails afterwards, saying. though. Before he was already. And how up. many people do you honestly think, even if people, let's let's assume. Everybody in the neighborhood watch was racist. How okay. many people do you think would do what George Zimmerman has done? All of them. I doubt it. They got bro. a chance to? Even with... this is In this, the heat of the moment? This is me. They talk, got a chance to? About, Nobody I'm around? I'm talking about just saying killing some black man you see the hood on. I'm talking about the whole perspective of who George Zimmerman is now. I highly doubt if you give racists that opportunity, that power, they are not going to end up the same way George Zimmerman you're did. Saying, you're saying end up. We're, at, ta- we're talking yeah, pre-Trayvon Martin. We're, we're talking, talking about, pre-Trayvon we're talking about we're being talking about, on a neighborhood watch as a racist. Before Trayvon Martin died, then okay, then you could say there's a lot, there's a chance. That's, that a word, that's what we're happened. talking about. That's all that matters. That's so who cares about. about what happened after the fact? After the fact is, a, is, is, is an effect, a reaction to what happened. You feel me? We're talking about neighborhood watch. Prior, you're not killing anybody, but the people that have the same mindset that George Zimmerman had, which is, look, I'm the I'm in control of the neighborhood. Anything that goes down, it's not going down on my watch. If I see somebody rob, I'm gonna be a little Renicott, Paul Blart, Renicott, whatever you want to call it, mall cop, and take whoever down because I have the authority, I have the power. Same when you think, or or such and such looks sketchy walking around the neighborhood. Who was the the kid that got killed for jogging in the neighborhood? Um, Amar Arbery. Arbery. How many? That's the same scenario. 
Yeah, oh, such and such and such is looking in the neighborhood. Let's let's go him. not let's go kill them all. The same they thing, also bro. Killed him. They also killed him with guns. And my thing is, still, I, I I think I highly believe that because we're we're looking at it from a standpoint of we're we're assuming that in every single situation this is going to be an act of violence. We're going to assume that we're removing the police just based off of violent crimes. I'm looking at the whole objective of the police. When I say that. We don't really need police the way that we think that we do. We don't really need them the way to think that we do because overall, in a lot of cases, what the police get called to do in a lot of cases, you really don't need the police to handle. Like, that's why I'm saying that's why I'm saying this. It's not from a standpoint of, oh, if you want to talk about violent crimes, of course, you're going to need the police to handle those situations because they're trained. So then you do need them then. So you can't eradicate them because yes, they got to handle can. those violent situations. Who's so going to handle those violent situations? You can still fund the police and eradicate them to a point where you don't you don't have a full police force of 100 something men walking around with guns and just giving out tickets just because they have to meet a quota. So what's yeah. your alternative? My alternative is if you want to sit here, my, my point is this. If we're gonna sit here and fund the police, give them ride shields, gonna give them rubber bullets, all these different that's things. That's that I mean that stuff is a problem. Yeah. Take their budget. I'm being I'm being hundred percent. They shouldn't honest. be driving Teslas and shit like that and Take Dodge Chargers. Five percent of their budget and fund it into other things like fund it into mental health centers, fund it into um what's them shit's called? The de escalation people, all these different types of people that they have. Like I'm 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 freestyling off the top of my head right now because this is really just brand new stuff that we just we're talking about. But we don't need the police the way that everybody makes it seem. I'm with you there. I'm with you in the aspects of, you know, spend some of that money elsewhere. But I don't think they should be totally eradicated. We need to take out most of their damn budget. Hmm? How much of the budget do you need to take out? 75% need to get taken out in local communities. And do what with it? Put it into the community. Invest it back into the community. Like, think about it. Most of the police officers, most of the police officers, we agree with that point, no, by no, the no, way. For, no, I understand that. I'm just saying, just think about it. Like, most of these police officers get the money that we pay taxes for. Property tax, um, local taxes, all that. And they get put in nice tr- nice trucks, nice badges, nice outfits. Yeah. They got their own gas stations. New all that oh, that's true. New that's all, all true. that bullshit. So my thing is that at the same time, it's like, why can't you fund that into your schools? Mm-hmm. Why can't you fund? Why can't you put that into your community centers? Mm-hmm. And we're not even talking about just the hood. We're talking about even neighborhoods that we live in. Mm-hmm. Y'all yeah. can put that into neighborhoods and make this a better area just for people and for young kids. It's a systematic issue, though. How do we how do we go about defunding the police, so to say? How does that even happen? You gotta get into local office. And, and how hard is that going to be? But but, but okay 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 okay. Wait, okay. Let me answer that question. It, honestly, truly, it's really not as hard as you think that it is. It's really not because a lot of people don't run for Explain local office. Explain to the people then. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't vote in local offices. A lot of people don't run for local office. Like I'll be honest, where we live, we have a friend of ours. Literally, he went to go run for what was it? He ran for a local position. He literally wrote his name on it. And he won. Who? Molly. I didn't know that. Yeah, apparently he. You talk, you, you talk, are you talking about on the board? You talking yeah. about the board of the? I'm We're talking, talking about. about board, I'm talking about. I'm board, talking, talking about local position. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. You talk about parks and rec and all that. I'm but talking about. Still though. No, no, no. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Real change. I, I'm talking about the level where you really impacted. Yes, on, yes, on the ground. If you want to run, if say for yes, example, you just start from the grassroots. I understand that you just start from the ground, whatever it be. If you want to run Camden, for example, Camden, the mayor. The mayor, the um, not even the assembly, Cam, like just Camden in itself. You have the mayor, you have um, why can't I think of this stuff? My mind is going blank right now. But let's say the mayor and the council, they're in charge of the budget of Camden. They're the people that are like, yo, we're putting our money into a new park. We're putting our money into 
um, Walter-Rain Transportation Center. Like, they're the people that make those choices. Yeah, we're talking about politics now, though. Yeah, that's, but that's we, we know how corrupt politicians and, are. But, but what I'm saying is we all think that it's corrupt, but the thing is, is in a lot of cases, it's a lot easier to get into those local offices than you think. Running for mayor, obviously, that's going to be a little bit more difficult. Mm-hmm. But those court, those um, those council and those board seats, they're a lot easier to get into. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, go on, go online, look it up. You could probably run for a board seat. Most of those people have been in there for like five, ten years because people don't run. People yeah, don't people all the other want to make a change, go run for y'all local shit, like Moose just said. Yeah, run for your local shit and all that stuff. But it goes back to my point. You still haven't given me like a a blueprint to how we defund the police, though. Everybody you says that, out, but yes, yes, out. yes, people go to office and do that, but I'm saying when you get in office, what's the plan to defund the police, to roll it out, to let the let the, let the the people get accustomed to police not being around? It's um, cause a lot, a lot, not being around. It, it is, it is about police not being around because people, I feel as though, how many people do you know act different when they know police aren't around at all? Just move different. <laughs> they move different. They yeah, operate of different. Of course. And, and, and I'm not going to be saying nothing, nothing bad, but I'm just saying they move in a different way. Now you're telling the whole, the whole community, all right, you have no more police. You just have Joe Blow, Joe Smo. You have your neighborhood watch. watch. I don't feel, I don't trust none of y'all motherfuckers anyway. Like, it's not even, it's not even you don't even talk to your neighbor Smo. next door to you. But that's my thing, though. So let's even, so let's keep the police in the situation. Right now, somebody could rob somebody, and the police wouldn't get here until after that motherfucker's gone. Okay, but that's normal. That's crime. You know what I'm but, saying? But what, what I'm saying what is, but what I'm saying is that the issue is that the issue is that whether or not we have the police, or we take away the police, the crime is still gonna happen. But because I'm saying the the rate the rate in which the crime happens I think would change though because people are gonna go be, up. people are gonna be more prone to attempt this because they know there's not a police force gonna crack down on them if they get caught. That's what I'm trying so to say. So if they don't get caught, either way, either way, let's say for let's say hypothetically, let's say hypothetically, my hypothetical world, someone commits a crime, the police come and they never come back here again. Yeah. So what's the difference? The likelihood of it happening goes up if you have a police force. Is what I'm saying. You know? The likelihood of someone. Uh, trying to go into your crib with no police force is going to go up if they know there's no police force. That's the point I'm if trying to make. If there's no consequences for anything, if there's no fear of at least going to jail, it'll be fucking craziness out here, bro. Are you kidding me? I'm going to trust my neighbors. What are neighbors going to be doing? Patrolling the streets? Motherfuckers going to be doing what they want to do. Think bro. about this. Think about when the, when the riots happened, right? And everybody was, and the chaos was going, things of nature, people were looting or whatever it may be. People were doing that because they knew that there was too many of them that if all of them did something... They're not all going to get caught. You know what I'm saying? Because there wasn't enough police there to police the area that that, that was getting looted and robbed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If there was if there was a whole SWAT force of people surrounding these surrounding these um establishments, do you think they're going to go into the establishments where all the police no. are, or where nobody's at? No. Honestly, I go where the police is at, but that's just me. See, uh, you ain't running up on no cops, bro. What? Right, yeah. Cut it out, yeah. little cop out. You ain't running up on cop no out, cops, Cop out, cop out, cop out, cop out. You ain't. You, <laughs> You ain't running that's, up that's, on that's no what cops, look, bro. Look, look this, is, this is what I noticed about Moose. Every time... Yo, every, who nah, running up nah, on, nah, nah, bro? Nah. You go where the cops go when? I would. Nah, listen. When? In a protest or a riot, I would. By yourself? Armed yeah. cops in front of a store, you gonna go into and try to take something? Yeah. They gonna break the black off of you, bro. Yeah. They can't catch me. What I'm saying you is... You out of here. this man. So what I take from this is that you don't have a concrete plan. No, I don't have. It's not that I don't have a. We just literally talked about this. I normally think about this during the week, and I come in with a general. Consensus. Take some time and think about it, yeah, and nah, we I'll come have, back to yeah, it. Yeah, because this, this, this is this is don't make no this sense. Might, this might be brother. the second week in a row where I'm saying I'm testing <laughs> the nah, boys that. Nah, I don't back, know. That don't make yeah. no sense, brother. Nah, come back, come back to me next week. I'll have a plan for you. I just have to, like I said, 
we're just talking <laughs> about this right now. I always have a concrete plan. I guarantee I you, I could have a plan on this, and it'll make sense. I got you. Let's jump into the next topic, though. Um, that that we wanted to discuss last few weeks, but it uh, it just kind of came to light more with Robert Griffin um being my, in, my God be, being being, being in the spotlight being a child um what do you say being a child being annoying. <laughs> I mean. Is he being a child? He's being a I don't know what he be being himself. Well, he well let's well let's give the people the listeners a little background about what's been going on. Um, the things that've been going on on Twitter in terms of Robert Griffin is he posted a video of his girl of his wife working out, and um, he's known for having backlash about flaunting his wife um, for being She's white. white. He's a black male, so black Twitter got on him talking about we don't need this pretty much. So my thing is, and they're trying to start to say that he wasn't pro black because he. He does all these antics and things of that nature. My thing is, can you be pro your race if you date outside your race? And the, for example, would be Robert Griffin. Can he be pro black if he dates outside of his race, which he's married to a white woman? So, what are your thoughts on that? Give me your thoughts. Talk about it. React to what's been going on with Robert Griffin. React to um, the topic at hand. I just want to hear your thoughts in general, Musavelli. Because I already see. Robert Griffin III is just annoying. He's just trying to make antics because he can't fucking play football no more, but that's none of my... That's none of so you, what, you think you're looking for attention? Yes, he is. He don't need no attention, bro. But he about to sign a multi-million dollar deal with one of these networks to be a broadcaster. But then if he don't need the attention, he wouldn't be doing what he's doing. Bro, if that was a case... He he's, can do what he want to do on Twitter, but bro. But my thing is, it's not even about doing what you're doing on Twitter. Like, And this is... and Before I even get into my case, this is, this is my thing, right? What I notice about a lot of people, not even in interracial relationships, a lot of them always try to cap hard. Cap how? Like, a lot of people, I'm not saying everybody does this, but a lot of people try to cap for the interracial relationship and say, oh, say, for example, I'm using this hypothetically, if a black woman dates a, a white man, oh, my gosh, like, black men are this, black men are that, or I'm dating a white man, and it's great, you know, this, this, and this. They always make these stupid points that aren't <laughs> 100% true. It's the same thing sometimes for a black man dating a white woman. And mind you, like I said, I personally... Don't have a problem with it. I have different views on it. It's just more so from a sense of like, I don't mind when people do things. Just don't do things for attention. Well, and, and how it looks is that Robert Griffin is bringing this up because he's bringing it up for attention. I don't care if you're dating a white woman. Just don't make it. Just don't bring attention to it. And, is, that's, the pro- and that's the problem. Is he, is he bringing it up for attention? I don't, or, or, I don't or, think or, he is, Or bro. do you think the, tens- the light was brought to it when it came to him in general? I feel like there's been a spotlight on his relationship since he came into the league. It has been. You feel me? Like... It was it was a whole ordeal. Like this star black quarter popped out, and he has this white wife. It was it that's was an not, ordeal when he came into and that's not like quote unquote like to everyone's standards, good looking enough to be dating a, a starting quarterback. Like the same thing you see about like Mahomes' wife, right? She's not good looking enough for what people think to be dating a star quarterback. But that shit don't fucking matter. He could be whatever you want to be with, bro. Yeah, no, nah, that's that's just, that's the thing. Like he can be with whoever he wants to be with. It's just my my thing is it's about your antics and what you're bringing attention to. I use this I use this example all the time. Taking taking race out of it. I look at someone like Lizzo, right? Lizzo plays how many <laughs> Lizzo plays like 12 instruments. She's a very talented musician. And what do we know her for? The twerking shit, doing dumb shit. <laughs> that what, like what, what point are you getting to? My point is that it's like <laughs> my point my point is that just it's like just let what you're good at show. You don't have to do antics. You don't have to sit here and be like, oh, I'm twerking. Oh, I'm fat to, to bring attention to the fact that you're a talented individual. 
Like when you're humble, but is it bougie. antics though, or is she just being herself? Is she doing whatever the fuck she wants to do? Is it, which is what we all want to do. No, that's fine. But my thing is that when my problem isn't about doing what you want to do, it's about doing what you want to do and expect that people are not going to talk about it. Like you're a celebrity, and then you're like, oh, I'm going to twerk. I'm going to wear. I'm going to wear some some a bad outfit to a Lakers game, and then I'm going to be upset that everybody's talking about me. It's like you want, like you're bringing well, attention to yourself. You already got to understand that working in the ministry is that people are going to pick apart everything you do because you're on because they're on that level. That's but that's fine. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, if you under you working in the industry, you should understand that. So my thing is that you're always going to have attention on you. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But there's a difference between ha- always having attention on you and everybody knows you as a celebrity versus you're doing something to warrant a type of result. And then now you use that result that you get to now react in a certain way where you look like the victim. But what makes you think he was doing it for attention, though? My thi- I'm, what, I'm bringing what, up tweets that's, that's That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I seen it, and I'm like, this, this, nigga, this nigga is capping for attention. You're talking about the, the, the white wife joint he put up? Yeah, and then he put up the swords, and then the nigga was doing whatever. I understand, I understand the post that he posted and the tweets that he tweeted, but I'm saying, though, like prior to that, what was he doing for attention? Nothing, but that's my thing, though. My thing is, it, it goes back. So you think he's doing this now for attention? Right now, he's doing everything for attention. Like at a certain point, were we talking about his wife in a in a in a in a wrong way? Yeah. At a certain point, everybody do that for about forty eight to seventy two hours, and they move on with their. But life. that's okay, though. Is that okay? I'm not saying it's okay, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, as a celebrity, you understand that at a certain point, people are going to talk because you're famous, you're in the limelight, you're you have a lot more light on what you do as a person. But what I'm saying is that it doesn't last forever. Like, after 72 hours, I don't even remember half the stuff we said about it. I know that some things were said, they weren't nice, but I don't remember the specifics. Does he probably remember it? Yeah, of course, because he was the one being talked about. But what I'm saying is that now that you're bringing it up again, and now you're making, you making scenes, you making tweets about it, you're trying to act funny about it, I get it, it's cool. But don't be upset when people come crazy at you or come back with the same hurt, the same energy that they had years ago about it. And then also, it's, oh, why is everybody acting like this? It's because you brought that attention to it. If Robert Griffin III didn't say nothing about it, came back, signed a deal, whatever, it is what it is. You but, could post with your white wife. Nobody cares. But my right. thing is, that goes back to my question, which we kind of we all kind of danced around. We went off topic a little bit. Oh, it's, it's, can, can you can you be... Pro your race, and we're all black, so you can be pro black yeah. and be outside your race. That's what I want to know, because that's why Twitter, social media, always gets in a friendly frenzy when they see interracial relationships. Is they're saying, how can you be pro this, pro that, when you're not even dating somebody in your race? Doctor Umar, who's who we consider what extreme, he says that all the time, um, and he's not the only one. But people say, I see that, I see people with like-minded thoughts. Um, and ideologies when it comes to this. So I want to hear your thoughts on that exactly. Not the antics specifically when it comes to hmm. Robert Griffin or Elizo, but you personally, how do you feel about that topic? Um, I mean, I think you can. Obviously, I'm in an inter- interracial relationship, and, like, once we have kids, my kids aren't not going to be black. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I really don't get how it, how it even really makes sense to people that I can't be pro-black if my child is mixed because my child's going to be looked at and identified as black because I mean, even like somebody like Obama, whose mama's white. Don't nobody ever talk about that shit. He's a black man, right? The people don't nobody talk about that shit moves, bro. With Obama. Uh, yeah. 
Well, actually, never mind. We don't nobody talk about that I'm shit, bro. You was about to start capping. Yeah, you are. You was about, about to, to really start capping. Start Who capping? ever brings up the fact that his mom is white? Nobody. You never hear that shit. What? Never, okay, never mind. I'm not capping today. I'm not doing this today. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop, stop, stop. We're going to keep going today. We're going to keep going today. We're going to keep going today. Nah, nah, because I got, my thing is my thing is this. When when you when you address Barack Obama, what do they say say him as? The first black president of the United States. Correct. If he was mom white. Right right or wrong? Right or wrong? And then most... Right or wrong? <laughs> what do people? You're ad- capping right now, dog. You're capping right now. They don't. Ugh. Okay, I, I'm gonna let you, I'm, I'm gonna let y'all have it today. They don't yeah. call him the first black president. They do, but I'm gonna let y'all have it today. But what? Have what? I'm gonna let y'all have it today. Have I'm what? Today. I'm not doing it today. Have what? Because you're not. Because you. Because you're not making no sense. I am making. All right. So here's my thing, right? Yes, they say that, but you. But we all know how the media. We know how the media pulls strings, right? Like, we understand. It's the same thing that they do with Kamala Harris. She's the first black woman in office. But my thing is, is that when we look at someone say, when we look at Michelle, we say Michelle is the first full black woman in office. Obama. When did they ever say she's the full first full black woman in office? Y'all niggas not on the internet, man. Maybe I'm on the internet. Niggas start capping. I'm not capping. All I'm saying... What I'm what what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say is that what I'm trying to say is that people people do bring it up people do address the fact that yeah he has a white mother maybe is it talked about the way that it normally is talked about by well, that shit ain't talked about it's bro. not talked about it like that but it has been said so I'm not gonna sit here and be like yeah bro, no if you got a sneeze if you got a sneeze of black in your dog niggas gonna refer to you as black bro just answer me this I, I don't just answer me this I don't believe that but just just answer me this this is all I wanna know. <laughs> do they address Barack Obama as the first black president or the 44th white president of the United States? Which one do they address him as? I mean, it depends. The majority of the time. It doesn't depend, bro. <laughs> Stop capping on here. I'm not here. capping. I'm not capping. Like I said, Who's yes, ever referred to him as just the regular, just the, another, the regular 44th Nobody. president? Nobody. You have? Okay, so these are your allies <laughs> no, you're saying I'm fucking with that y'all. you're I'm putting out there. I'm trolling, but not for real, though. Now you, you, like I said, I'm not doing this, thing, but yeah, no, nah, they do refer to him as the first black president of the United States. Back to my original point of what I was saying was before we went off on that is that my kids will still be looked at as black and they'll be half black, half Israeli, but they'll be looked at as little black kids for their whole lives. So how can I how how can I not be or I like identify as as black by having an interracial in in, in an interracial relationship and have kids? To me, it doesn't even make sense. Hmm. Thoughts? What do you think, Rose? When it comes to me, I mean, I definitely believe you can be pro um your race and date outside your race. Um I feel like those those thoughts and um and concerns or, or ideas that you can't come from old teachings. Um and people that think that way I feel as though if they're our age, they were taught that and that's all they know or they grew up in a community that is not very um interracial. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, nowadays I feel like you can date whoever you want. Um, and still be pro your race, and if anybody says otherwise, I feel like they live under a. It's freaking, 2021. They bro. live under a freaking rock. It doesn't matter. Um, I'm in. I'm in an interracial relationship. Yeah, it's so 2021, it's like, bro. It doesn't matter. Me, my me kids and are my girl, we're not. Kids. We're not the same race or ethnic background. So that goes out the window. I can't even say like I can't like. I just contradict myself at the end of the day. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That's yeah. that's just that's just my thoughts. My kids will be able to identify with both of their cultures. Their black culture and their Israeli culture because they are both, right? 
I don't see the issue. I really don't. People just be making shit, bro. Like you said, it's 2021, fam. Because there's so many interracial people. There's so many interracial couples. Like, there's so many interracial kids now. Like, it's like, and they were even saying, like, Sandy was saying, like, there's going to be a certain point in time where everybody's going to be mixed. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. And and, and my my also thought before you go into, I know you have a lot to say, is, is this, that it's like, how can I not be pro-black when my immediate fit? My mother's black. My, my dad's black. Mm-hmm. My sister's black. My brother's black. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm a black male at the end of the day. So at the end of the day, I'm gonna have my best interest at heart. Like in in, in my in my clear eye view. You and feel me? It's like if I did outside my race, what does that mean? I hate black people. Like I don't I don't understand that. And maybe maybe y'all can touch on it more why people have those thoughts or think you can't be. I can understand if you're somebody that's dead outside of race and you just saying oh, I don't mess with I don't mess with those kind over there, buddy. Like mm. or I don't associate with them. They're a different type of black. Like okay, when you're speaking that type of language on some Uncle Ruckus type BS, then that's one thing. But if you're still actively around people that are like you you're you're actively supporting the community that looks like you that is your race that is your ethnic background then i'm not gonna i'm not gonna fault you for dating somebody outside of your race you know what i'm right. saying like that this isn't me that doesn't surround me so motherfuckers gonna tell me i can't be at like a like a pro-black function if i'm in an interracial marriage you out of your fucking mind you sound stupid yeah no nah, it, it's it's all about context and how people word it and what specifically people are like upset about you can't for me, that's why I said I don't have a problem with it, but there's a problem with your reasoning behind it, right? If you have an Uncle Ruckus mindset and you explain, yeah, I can't, like, going back, if you're, this is my problem with a lot of internet interracial relationships. A lot of those people low-key have a lot of hatred for their own race or their own skin color. If we want to debate that, we can, but. That's true, that's true. A lot of those people on the internet that cap the way that they cap on the internet have a lot of deep hatred for their own race in terms of black, black, You're a black guy dating a white guy hates black yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. So my thing is that like when you have that type of situation, that's where I get irritated. It's like, okay, but you're dating this person because you low key have a hatred for your own people. That's a problem. No, that's a problem. That's where my problem. That's a problem. In. But where my, where my thing is, I'm not saying this is my whole belief, but I'll take this from this perspective. I'll take it from the perspective of, I think a lot of people, I'm not even going to talk about Umar Johnson because I understand where he's coming from, but I think a lot of people will understand it as, it's like, granted, yeah, you may have a black family, but it's it's one of those things where it's like your parents always tell you you're not really going to understand something until you're in a situation. It's like, it's it could be it could be an idea where, yeah, you can be supportive of black people or we can support black women, but we don't we wouldn't be able to know how to deal with a black woman, quote unquote, unless we're in a relationship and we grow with that black woman. You know, you get what I'm saying? Not in a I sense. I get what you're saying. You know I, mean, I mean, it's fair. It's it, in a sense. In a Is sense. it fair, though? I mean, I'm not saying it's fair. So you said, saying, so, so so you're like, saying that, like, if you don't date a black woman, you can't relate to what it's like to is that, have is that a what black you mean? family. It's like. Sports analogy. It's like the coaches that don't really play basketball, but right. they, they have I, yeah, all the no, plays no, I get what you're saying. Versus you, you, versus you coaching like a LeBron James, mm-hmm. where it's like LeBron sees the game and he can be a coach. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. So it's like for some people, it's like a, it's it's one of those things. It's like the coach with no actual in play experiences versus you're actually on the court playing. 
I don't but know. How that, but I mean, that, but how does that is, make me not pro-black still? I'm not saying it doesn't. You I think I mean? a lot of people will look at it as like you're not gonna understand, and at a certain point, it's like. But it's like I understand what it's like to be a black man still. But my thing is where people come from sometimes it's like it has to be blackity black 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 because it's <laughs> it's like think about it it's like okay, in order for you to understand. In order for you to understand our struggle, for you to understand like the whole thing that we're going through and how to advance, you need to be able to consistently have a perspective that is black in order for you to have a full perspective on how to push forward in a black community. You know what I'm saying? It's like I get it. My perspective is always wait, black. wait, 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 wait. I don't want. I don't want to jump off this yet because nah, nah, nah. I'm saying though, because I, I was going to forget my thought, but what I wanted to ask you was. The point you made about being in a relationship with a black woman and not being able to understand how to deal with a black woman or deal with a black family or whatever, I don't agree with that necessarily either because in our households, we've dealt with black women, or not dealt with, but we've been around black women. We see how they react to certain things. We see how certain things bother them. It's not just like being in a relationship. You have aunts, cousins, sisters, whatever it may be, that you have all different experiences to pull from. Yes, you're not physically in a relationship when it comes to uh, intimacy or or love, quote unquote, and that type of relationship. But you are in other relationships on on the regular, and, and it's whether you realize it or not. So I feel as though, because even like when things happen in in, in the culture or society, right? I'll have conversations with my sister and mother, and I see how stuff affects them. You feel me? Don't you think the things that affect them one way is gonna affect um, another black woman in the, in a similar way or similar aspect, no matter if you're in a relationship or not? Um. Do you relate to your girlfriend the same way that you relate to your mom? No, I don't. So based off of that, wouldn't you say, wouldn't you, wouldn't, couldn't people argue that, okay, you don't relate to your mom the same way that you relate to your, to your partner. So you can, so people can make the argument based off that, like, you're not like, yeah, you may see how your mom reacts. Your mom, like, for example, parents, parents are weird. Sometimes parents may, some parents may not show you everything that they're that they're feeling how they're feeling certain things that's just how they are when you with your girl your girl will show you everything and you'll see everything at a certain point so it's like for you it's like yeah you're right you can see how your mom reacts how your sister reacts hypothetically speaking you get married to like let's say i'm i'll just use me i I date black women of course as as we all know but (laughs) but i would say let's say that's crazy bro (laughs) no so let's another moose disclaimer (laughs) Of course it was, bro. Of course it was. No, but I'm just saying, like, let's say I get married. Let's let's say I get married. I'm I'm with a black woman, right? Something may happen, right? I'll see my I'll see my woman at the end of the night. I'll see how she reacts. I'll see all of this. I'll be with her. I'll be the person that she confides in the most. At a certain point, yeah, you may see your mom, but your mom is not going to confide in you. She's going to confide in her husband. So it's like, yeah, you're right in a sense. That, of depends, you that depends on the race type of relationship you have with your mother. Though. I mean, yeah, no, of course it's gonna re- it's gonna always depend. But when it comes down to it, when it comes to you being married, the f- you're not the first thing that you're not gonna do. You're not gonna run to your kids and cry to your kids about certain things. You're gonna run to your husband who's known you for 10, 15 years. So it's like, I guess one can that's, make an that's ar- a fair point. Like, that is a fair the, point. You can make that argument that like people may look at it as, yeah, you may see your sister, you may see your mom, but you're probably not going to see. What a black woman truly feels very vulnerable, very by herself until you're in a relationship or marry or date a black woman. This is excluding Umar Johnson's hyper, not let me say, not say hyper because what he says makes sense, but his views on black families. So, 
I mean, to that to that point that you just made, I mean, I can I can agree with um, that to an extent for sure. But I still feel as though when certain situations come up, you're still going to be able to relate to them, no matter if you're in a relationship with them or not. Yes, the relationship you have is just significant other is going to be different. But when it comes down to the race thing, which is the question at hand, I feel as though you can still relate to someone that is the same ethnic or racial background as you if you're not in a relationship with them. I mean, yeah, that's true. I think another point you've come up with is a mixing of culture. And how do I say this? Because, okay, let me give a context because you know me. I'll be bad at explaining my end point sometimes. Let's say, for example, you get married to someone outside your race. After a while, the cultures are going to blend. After a while, there may be some things in a black community that you may not even be privy to. Not I mean, I say privy, but you may not even, like, remember or things that just may not happen because you're dating someone, say, maybe that's Indian or maybe dating someone that's white. After a while, your cultures kind of blend. Mm -hmm. And you look at it as, like, a family as, like, two different cultures, not a black family or a white family or an Indian family. Those cultures may blend, and it may just end up being a culture that may be a mix of the two. I'm not saying this is wrong. I'm not saying this is wrong at all. But it may just be a culture that's a mix of the two and not necessarily a situation where it's, like, you're purely in a Indian family or an Asian family or a black family. So yeah, no, nah, you're, you're, you're right. I think, I think another point could just be that you may just end up losing some culture, not in a bad way, but it just may not end up being a fully black culture, fully Indian culture. Like you may just have to explain to someone who's Indian, what the cookout is, you know what I'm saying? Or the hypothetical cookout or the black cookout. You may have to explain to a white woman may have to explain to her husband what a what a casserole is. You know, I'm just I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> this man here. This bro. man's on a roll today, bro. that's kind of funny, bro. <laughs> you know, white people always be making casseroles. No, bro. that was kind of funny, man. Like, oh, cat, bro. That was kind of funny, man's, bro. bro. Get your that's your man, dog. He on some. He on some, he on some other stuff right nah, now. Nah, for real though. He, he nah, said the real. casserole. Nah, nah one thing I'll say about this, like when it comes to like families and stuff, right? Like, let's say I have a daughter. She'll be a mixed daughter, right? I may not be a black woman, so I may not be able to help her understand what it's like to be a black woman, but I got sisters. Got your mother. I got my mom. I got cousins that can help her understand what it's like if any issues ever arise and she has questions that I can't answer. Right, so I think that when it comes to the family dynamic, I think it it could all work out just fine. You know, it, it, it's you know true. what I mean. I'm just presenting points that yeah. a lot of people could bring up. Like, I think like, so I, I I'm throwing this out there. Do y'all think Drake? Do you do you think Drake's son is black? Yeah, he has black in him for sure. He's 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 a he's a, he's a biracial baby. If, if somebody saw if somebody saw Drake's son, would you think that he's black? Somebody would look. Yeah, he looks like he's like got albino, albino black. Yeah, he, like, he looks like he's something. For sure. I mean, he looks like I don't. If, to be honest, most people and probably won't. He's white passing. And to to me, I mean, I don't know his because child, his me, child his child is white passing in my opinion. I mean, it's kind of like a. Would you would you like say that's the same as like the way Clay looks, or the way a Blake Griffin looks? People don't think they're white boys. Nah, nah. nah that's the, what Adon, and that was my my, my thing is you know my, my thing is I think it kind of like it varies. Like Adonis Drake's son is very very like, we call it fair skin. Is that, is that the? Is that the he he's, he's fair white. skinned. He looks white. Is that, is that, is that, that's what I'm saying. White. I'm saying. But he doesn't. He's but lighter. He, is it, but he doesn't look like, like, white. Like like Blake Griffin, he looks like a light skinned kid. Like that's what he looks like to me. But what Clay about Tom, Clay though? Clay looks like a light skinned kid to me. I don't he, think he's kind of like the same color as Drake's son. That's why I said Clay. Maybe not so much Blake. Blake's a little bit darker. But Drake, see the reason. <laughs> I mean, Blake's a little bit darker than Clay. I be. But I think Clay and Drake's son are kind of looking like this. 
the same kind of color, now, right? Drake, Drake's Drake's son is is like he is, is like it's really the hair for me. He got a fro. The kid a has a fro. The kid has a fro. He got a curly fro. He has a fro that on his head. That didn't look like a fro, bro. What did, What does it look like? It did. It was. Curly, was it like straight he hair. He got curls, bro. He got, he got curly hair. You mixed baby, bro. Of course, he got curly hair. Like a fro. Them braids look. Them braids. I'm like, but his braids look a little. But I'm saying, I'm not gonna talk about a little kid. Every kid get curls. But he, but he, but he got, but he got. He looked when his hair was out, looked like a fro. So do you think it is a fro? So do you think that going into this conversation, do you think that in terms of identification, how do you think like? What what is the rule for identifying somebody looks black or like if somebody says they're interracial? How do you like? Let's look at logic. Like, let's, yeah, let's he did, a, he don't he don't he look. Let's white. keep it a stack. No, he would you he, con- he, do you he consider him? Do you consider him black? I would if, if, black? if I didn't know you. If I if nobody told me, I wouldn't have known. Correct. That's just my. That's what I'm saying. Like you Correct. don't. And, but that's the thing though. Like. With our race, that we come in all different shades of the and spectrum. they all do because I mean, there's plenty of Puerto yeah. Rican people out there in the world and that Hispanic people here. that look white as yeah. hell. It's just a matter of genetics. Yeah, the day. I, I don't. I mean, but I mean, yeah. with somebody like like Drake's baby, right? His I for, I forget what his baby mama is, but he's half white, half black. So it's just a little tiny bit of black in his yeah, baby. You know true. what I'm saying? So it's going to come out. The child's going to come out looking like that. You know, yeah, you're not really going to be able to tell. Let's take out the kid. I'm, I'm, I should never use that example. It's a little kid, but like. No, that's a good example to use, though. Like, We're not saying nothing bad yeah, about him. Yeah, yeah, But like someone like Logic, for example, like if you want me to be honest, I don't like, I think that Logic only, and I'm, in fact, I don't give a fuck. I think that Logic, <laughs> I think that Logic, I think that Logic really grew up as a white boy. And I think that he only identified as black to get. Included into hip hop culture, I wouldn't put it past him. Like, cause I mean, just I won't disagree with you. In, in a way, in a way to like, let's really look at how he he talks. I mean, I say even talk, like just even how he relates to people. I was about to say talks. Like, yeah, that's a bad that sounds, example. That that's a bad weird, example right? because it's not a certain he, way that yeah. people should talk. Because the way that he relates to people, he relates as if it's like you're trying to prove that you're black. It's like someone like J Cole who has a white mother. We don't have to. We don't have. He don't have to prove that he's black. You get what I'm saying? Because he looks very much like it's it too. It's not even the fact that he looks black. It's I think it is. No, nah, I think it is because, because you, you wouldn't look be a able to way. tell J Cole got a white mom. Because no, nah, think about it like this. You say you say it's the way he acts, the way his demeanor, the way he carries himself. But the way Logic looks now, right? Logic looks like a, a white male for sure on the outside. But obviously, you said he's he's half white, half black. But if he came around acting like he was this or that, the type of stereotype that you know people would think of. You'd be like, why? You probably the person that didn't know logic from from Adam. You'd be like, why? Why are you acting? Why, why like are you that? acting this way? It's, it's, it's a fact. That like, is you, a fact, it's bro. Reality yeah, of the situation. I, that's I a disagree. fact. I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that. Nah. People be looking at him sideways. Like, what is you? What is you acting like that for? I don't disagree with that. Like, what are you? But then my thing is that like, let's even actually have that conversation. Then let's say logic. Let's say logic looked white, but then he he talked what would be considered black. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or he talks in a way that he can relate to African Americans easier. At that point, so then what do we say? Do we say that he's white passing? Do we say that he's really African American? If we don't know that, if let's not even say we knew that he was biracial. Well, he's well, still white. You know that might just be how they talk where you from. Like I follow this this girl on Twitter that cooks. She's from fucking Louisiana. When I heard her voiceovers, I thought you talking about. I know. I, know I the thought, yo, about. this is this is a black woman <laughs> down south cooking, bro. Yeah, nah, she white as day. Yeah, but that's just about. how they talk down there. Yeah, you gotta you gotta accept that. And she's like, and she even posted a video about like people are saying that I'm that I'm trying to talk black and all this shit. But she like, I've been like this my whole life. This is how we talk down here. All the white folks, boy, not try just get, me. Boy, try to get a little country twang in this. In yeah. This <laughs> That's how we talk down there. Yeah, 
Yeah. No, you're a clown. <laughs> this, no, how, this how we talk down no, there. It's like, it's like, it's I, I get what you're saying. I think, yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a good conversation to have. But your question was if Logic acted acted like he talked like he was. If so Logic, I can answer it. If, Lo- if Logic looked the way that he looked, we didn't know he didn't we didn't know he was biracial, but he talked as if he could relate better to African Americans. How would we view How would we view Logic today? Because I view Logic as a corny ass rapper. I think I think if you didn't know him from Adam, I think you would still probably view him as being corny because just based on I'm just talking about our characteristics who we are in general. Um, like I said, I feel as though like white passing when people say that means like you look a certain way. You feel me? Not based on your character. You're not based on like your your personality. Yeah. You feel me? So when people say that, it doesn't matter how you talk, or whatever it may be. You don't have to open up your mouth if you just walk in a room. People can be like, "Oh, he's white passing," whatever it may be. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Sure. But, when, but when he opens his mouth and acts a certain way, you probably look at him a way, look at him a certain way until he comes and say, "Yeah, I mean, I'm black too. I'm half black." You feel me? And then people probably still probably question him like, "Right, nah, bro, you capping?" Ah, right. Whatever it may be, but facts are facts. At the end of the day. And I and I always say like I said we all come in all shapes sizes colors, um so so then my thing is is that my next question would be so then what what because I have a problem with logic and I feel like he tries too hard to is that is, is that where this conversation is going because you have an issue with him do you have another issue with another rapper <laughs> what, what is up what is up with you and these rappers he only likes Wale I, that's, that's that's the second that's the I second like he Wale, only Wale, likes Wale bro because Wale because y'all y'all don't give y'all flowers to Wale or Big Sean who don't a lot of people don't people think Big Sean is hella corny he this Big Sean Big Sean is influential I'm if you want to talk about music real quick, I'm gonna tell you the three rappers that y'all don't give enough credit to. Y'all don't give enough credit to Wale. Y'all don't give enough credit to ASAP Rocky. Y'all don't give enough credit to Big Sean. That's I'm it. taking Ferg with Rocky. I mean, if you want to talk about rapping, yeah, sure, but y'all don't give no, enough- no, 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 no. I'm talking about creativity. Oh, you saying Rocky's influence on fashion and shit like that? That's where you're going with that, right? You, what you about, hold on, what you about to say about Ferg? Don't disrespect Ferg. You said Ferg is more influential than ASAP. I didn't Rocky. say nothing about influential. No, I said, I don't I said, look at me. I said, I said creativity. No, I said I'm taking him over ASAP. I'm not. Oh, creativity where? When it comes to creating music videos, when it comes to when it comes to what? <laughs> stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! ASAP Rocky, Rakim? Nah, stop it! Stop it! Stop Fat, it. He can have fashion. But you acting like you acting like Rocky, the only bull in the group that be putting in work. You're over here no, tripping. No, no. Yes, that Rocky, is the way you looked at the camera. The way you looked at no. The way you looked at the camera. The way you looked at me. Look at the way you looked at Shannon. You're acting like whoa. This man's off the moon. Yeah, acting like that. I'm not saying Ferg. I'm not saying Ferg is. I'm not saying Ferg is not creative. But what I am saying is, you're not gonna sit here and be like you. I mean, actually, it's a personal preference. It's so they're a group. It's a personal preference. If it, it's, it's, it's like if you like Boys the Men or, or or New Edition, you like certain certain people in the group. Or if you like uh, Destiny's Child, you're gonna like a certain person in the group, whatever it may be. But I'm I, saying, you feel me? I'm saying, you just like. It's it's ASAP Rocky end all be all or or, 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 or it's not part of the ASAP gang because like, ASAP nah. Rocky, because ASAP Rocky has a ton hella sons in a music game right now. Okay. Who who okay. can you who can you consider is a direct influence from ASAP Ferg? But what I so what was it was the influence have to be when it comes to creativity though? You can still be creative and someone not be a knockoff of but you. Then, but then my thing is is that my, I'm saying that because how you look at how we look at creativity, how we look at a lot of and if we want to really creative. talk about it before you before you go into your rant is is, is Yams is the one that ran those anyway. So it's like I mean yeah, I mean Yams is a visionary. We understand that's that. what I'm trying to say. So but, some people might say he's the most creative one in the group. Uh, that, that, 
real, real talk. <laughs> Some people say, yeah. yeah. Keep reason, an open mind, Joe. Keep you, an open mind. No, no, but, but I'm but like I'm, this. Would you consider Dame Dash more creative than Kanye West? What do you mean? Dame is a visionary. He is. But would you consider him more creative than Kanye? In terms, in terms of what though? They're, they both have different styles, it's not, bro. It's not, it's, not even, it's not even about styles. It is. It's but about they're different kind of creatives, though. It is, but it's but it's not even about. Okay, so actually explain. Cause let me not let me not. Game is not in the same in the same realm as Kanye when it comes to like. All right, so when they were in the, in the same on the same team as in Rockefeller, right? They was together, whatever it may be. Kanye wasn't even in like the quote unquote business world yet. Okay, you know what I'm saying they're different kind of dudes. Dame, is a he's a hustler in his own right when it comes to the business corporate executive type side you know what i'm saying which is when it, when it comes to kanye and the creativity and the music side he's a different type of creative because there he's a creative genius but when you move over to i guess you could say running your own label whatever it may be who who are you taking over i'm taking dame over kanye when it comes to running a quote-unquote operation like that i'm taking i'm taking dame that's just my personal opinion when okay it comes to that. so how do you equate yams being more creative than asap when it comes to Yams, he's the one that put the blueprint together. You have to be have creativity to put the blueprint together, right or wrong. When, yes, no, it is necessarily because when he passed, when I was watching an interview and he said that they said the whole gang, to be honest, said that um, when the Yams passed, there was a book that he had the whole blueprint in there, and they, there's gems left and right that they all got from him. When I heard that, I'm like, dang, he's the one with the mind behind the whole thing. But, my, but, but you feel me? But what I'm saying, I guess, what I'm trying to say is that, he, like, yeah, he can have a blueprint, he can have a vision. But what I'm saying is that there's a difference between someone having a vision and pulling things from you to execute that vision versus someone who's just purely talented. Like, ASAP Rocky is a very purely talented individual, but I can't sit here and be like, Yams is more creative than ASAP Rocky. In their own right, they can be but, they can be. But I'm saying this in, in, a sense right. of, in a sense but of... But they're Yams. both talented, though. I'm not I mean, saying that they're not, but what, right. I'm saying, but what I'm saying is what, what I look at Yams for is not necessarily the fact that he's not creative, but more so... He was the one. How do I say this? If you he he was the one that pulled the creativity and directed the creativity. It's more so about the fact of where you're pushing it to, because what you're seeing. Not necessarily the fact of ASAP Rocky right now could probably make a hit. He could probably design close. He could probably do everything and give you a very good rollout creatively. But Yams is going to be the one that's going to pull that out of him. You get what I'm, I don't know you how. Got to be creative to do that though. I, you have to be creative yes. to do that. Think about, think about. Yes, no, you, it is. I don't think it's even a question, bro. You yeah. have to be, cre- you have to be creative to pull something out of somebody. Like, I think, I think you're giving him a slight because you're such a big Rocky fan. Bro. I'm not giving him a slight, but I'm looking, at, I'm, I'm looking at it from. But you are, because he's not, the, he's the figure headed in the blueprint. Of this I'm looking shit. at it from. It wouldn't stand- be a Rocky without Yams. I disagree. Okay. Do you? Do you think the ASAP gang would be as big as they are if Yams didn't sit I there and direct? I think the ASAP mob would not be as mob, big as Mob, excuse me. I, I don't think the mob. mob would be as big as they are, but I think that ASAP Rocky would have definitely made noise by himself. He would have, but I'm the same way he is now, by himself, on his own. I don't I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't, like I don't you said, know. I don't Yams is the visionary if, that's, that's if pulling gotta, that out of him. If we if we want to if we want to break it, break it down, like, so, this is about to be my super I'm nerd. saying if he didn't have, like, you, you just said it yourself, Yams is the one that's pulling that out of him, right? He was pulling if he didn't things. have that, would he be where he is now? In ter- how do I say this? No, it's how you say it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. I think that to an extent, he would have made the noise. ASAP Rocky would have made the noise because ASAP Rocky brought a different type of sound. I don't, I don't, I don't know if he was a hit as that's hard a, as he that, did. That's hit, facts, you know right? But, but what, what I'm, I'm saying, saying is, ASAP Rocky. What I'm saying is, ASAP Rocky. This is me being on my super emo Tumblr shit. It was ASAP Rocky. It was Glenn Brown. It was Justine Sky. It was the rapist nigga Ian Connor, and there's some other nigga young 
Young Ade, right? All five of them niggas were the Tumblr punk rock emo kids, right? They were the ones who were in New York, super fly, doing all that stuff, right? They already had their base before ASAP Rocky became ASAP Rocky. They were modeling for Pyrex Vision, doing all these things with virtual albums. So what I'm saying is that in terms of if we want to actually, I'll, I'll do it like this. If you want to talk about music, I'll say, yeah, Yams is probably the reason why ASAP blew up the way that he did in terms of music. That's all I was saying. That's all I'll I was say saying. I'll say that. I'll say that. That's all I was saying. I'll say that. But in terms of if ASAP Rocky wasn't doing music, I think he would still blow up. But not, we're not saying. I'm no, not, all I'm saying is, would it be in the same way without yams? That's all I'm saying. If we're talking strictly music, no. If we're talking about everything else, hell yes. But music is the music thing. is what put him on, though. Is what I'm saying. I disagree. Music is what put him to the to yeah, the, to yeah. The of course, status. he wasn't like, model. He was doing his Dougie for sure, but the music is what really blew him up. And who helped him get big in the music game? Yeah, it was yeah. You got to give credit to but that. Look at the fashion, though. So how do you so how do you explain the fashion? Because ASAP Rocky isn't just like, but it's on a much bigger level now that he blew up. Then but I don't. He didn't? But I think it's really more so about like, how do I say this? I think ASAP Rocky blew up because he was a fly jiggy nigga that didn't sound like he was from New York. Yeah, he was a fly nigga. And my thing is that if you took away him taking music, he's a fly jiggy nigga that was on Tumblr getting hella buzz, modeling for uh, a designer who's now the designer of Louis Vuitton. Would it be the same now if he didn't blow up in music? Yeah. You're capping. I'm not capping. You, you, this that's, is the fourth that's, time you've capped on the episode question, That's the only question I asked you. Outside of music, it. when was the last time ASAP Rocky dropped an album? I don't know. 2015, 2016? Before that, he dropped Long Live ASAP. In between that, what was he doing? It's fashion shit. I assume. I don't know. Can we agree that people didn't like testing the way that they thought that they were? His last, his last no, album? Facts, people facts, didn't facts. like it. Facts. How did he say relevant? Would ASAP be who he would be without the music? Let me hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me put, let me, let me, let me, let me put this in terms that Moose gonna understand. Okay, when it comes to ASAP Rocky, you're talking things that are hindsight after he already established in in the industry, after he's already made a name for himself, things of that nature. We're talking. I'm talking. Shannon's talking about from ground zero. Okay, we can talk about from Tumblr. We can talk about the Tumblr point when he had his fan base on Tumblr because it's fashion and all that stuff. At the end of the day, when it comes to Rocky, what made him a global star? The capping, bro. <laughs> you don't want to admit it. Answer. What made him a global star? What made him a global star? Just say it. A global star, yeah, it was the music. That's it. That's it. Actually, nah. I'm, I'm no, taking no. That back. Stop, I'm stop, that back. stop, no, stop, 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 capping, stop, cap, stop. I'm taking, no, no, I'm taking it back. I'm saying, I'm saying it was the music, but what really pushed it forward was the collective. Because they brought back posse rap. The collective, okay, well, stop, stop, okay, okay, okay. okay. Oh, no, 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 Because no. now we're getting somewhere. You just, brought, you just, whoa, whoa, whoa. He you, just, posse rap. you just proved uh-huh. my point about saying who's more creative. and Who's responsible for having the mob? Bringing the collective together, making it happen, making it run the way it's supposed to run. Who was responsible for that? Yams, but I didn't say. Okay, so when we talk about who's more creative and what happened, you just said ASAP would, without the music, he wouldn't be a global star the way he is today. Without the mob, he wouldn't be a global star today. And you go back to what you asked yeah. earlier in the conversation. You said, on comes to I music, think, Yams is. 
the reason why. I'm so saying without that the creative, the creative side. But the mob, the but, the, the mob but the mob there wasn't. There is no global <laughs> star. But the mob, you just proved bro, my point. You like just proved no, my point. But my yes. thing, what I'm saying is, with the mob, with the mob, people didn't look at the mob. You didn't even let me finish. Yeah, they brought back posse <laughs> rap, but at the same time. Niggas didn't look at the niggas didn't know that ASAP 12 you rap. Niggas didn't know that all these other niggas rap. They were literally just fly niggas in New York. No, that's facts. We're not disagreeing. And that's what yeah, I'm saying. And that. what I'm saying is when it started coming to the music, when Yam started realizing, oh shit, 12 can rap. Oh shit, um, oh shit, Rocky, Ferg, all these niggas can rap. They can make hits. They have a different type of energy when they rap. Yeah, that's when you can say, yeah, the mob musically brought back posse rap. But as a collective, most of them niggas were just fly jiggy niggas that had stain on Tumblr, and they were modeling. This is what but I'm the saying. music hold took on, them man. to hold the on, next man. level, bro. That's, that's what that's you're not. All that's all the music if took them to the global That's what we're talking about. If you're talking about music, I'm the reason why I brought the reason why I brought up ASAP Rocky in the first place. Bringing back to the original argument was I brought up Wale, Big Sean, and ASAP Rocky because all the niggas have sons walking around culturally. Nobody disagreeing with that. Hella people disagree with it. They have sons walking around culturally in hip hop, and niggas do not. Niggas act like Wale is some weirdo nigga. He was some emotional ass nigga. They think ASAP Rocky is just some weird nigga that name, wears kilts. Name, name, they, name, they, name two of Wale's sons and two of Big Sean's sons. I'm interested to hear. Mick Jenkins is a son of Wale. Um, I wanna. Oh, you said I, all these sons. I've heard one. ASAP. If you want to talk about ASAP. No, 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 no. Wale and Wale, Big Sean. Wale, I would say Mick Jenkins is definitely his son. Mm -hmm. I would definitely say, who else is, is in that poetic rap field? Um, poetic rap. I mean, if there's so many, you should be just, you know, but if we're talking, if we're tongue. talking about music, if we're talking about music, it's a little bit weird. But if we're talking about just strictly fashion culture, I could say definitely, I could definitely say. I want to say just getting a little stumped here. I am getting stumped. Wale, damn, because um, I don't know half these. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Nah, we give you the countdown because you no, you, you a Wale fanatic. You used to have this on the top of your head. All right, we'll move off Wale. What about Big Sean? Big Sean, definitely, definitely for him and Big Sean, there is. Damn, that's hard too. I now need I names, bro. Well, you said all these sons. Well, I'm gonna put well, down Tiger. Well, well, <laughs> Tiger's definitely Tiger's definitely Big Sean's son. Yo, well, you already hear first from Moose. Is the greatest, bro. Other stuff. Or some other nah, stuff. Yo. But what I'm saying is he has a lot of he they have they have a lot of sons because and what I'm saying is they got a lot of sons because when you look at how people you people dress now, everybody wears AF1s because of ASAP Rocky. We're not even gonna deny that. Everybody everybody started being a sneakerhead because of why you said you said they they wear what? Everybody wears everybody wears uptowns now because of ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky brought them back. Okay, I was about to say that. I was about to say that he's not the reason people wore Air Force Ones. Yeah, no, he brought you. it okay. back. Okay, okay, okay. yeah. I, I give you that. All that I was trying to say from the very beginning mm -hmm. is that ASAP, of course, he's a, he's a star, worldwide star, but the music is what put him on that worldwide stage to help everything else blow up. But then that's all I'm saying. The reason why the re the reason why I agree and disagree is because you're right in a sense of maybe someone in China may not have known him. But my thing is that going back to his rapey friend Ian Connor, do we know Ian Connor for being a rapper? Nobody knows that he's he's Playboy Cardi's manager. You get what I'm saying? I feel nobody, you. Nobody really nobody really knows that. And my thing is Ian Connor blew up strictly just by being a fly jiggy nigga on Tumblr. And that's why I'm saying that. Like fly jiggy nigga, he said that shit like ten times. Like ten. You right yeah, though. You understand? No, you're he's right. a fly. That's, why, that's yeah. why I'm saying it. I'm saying it in that sense, not from a standpoint of. Music has nothing. No, of course, because he wanted to rap, of course. 
But what put him, what, what, what put him on, because I think, was really the fashion stuff. And that's just really what it is. Yeah, he blew up as a rapper because he made hits, things of that nature. He knows how to make a hit. Mm-hmm. But him knowing his fashion, him bringing in Rick Owens, him bringing in Raph, like him bringing in all these different brands. Yeah, that's the reason why. Because when you, how do you, when do you see niggas wearing Rick Owens' street clothes or Raph, Raph Simmons' street clothes? Niggas didn't know about that stuff until he did. That's why I said it's like it's hard to put on who's really his son because once ASAP started wearing the Raph, the Rick, the um. The Margellas, all that stuff. That's where everybody, oh, shit, you could start wearing luxury clothes as street clothes. Nah, except a fly you, nigga, You know what bro. I'm saying? So it's like. One of the flyest dudes yeah. out there. It's like Wale is the reason why sneakerhead culture is the way that it is. Big Sean is the reason why hella niggas wear teaser snapbacks. All that stuff. Don't look at me like that because you know it's true. So Wale is the reason people are sneakerheads? Yeah. He brought back. He's the reason why niggas started wearing ACGs. He was the sne- He was definitely on the sneakerhead game before anybody Nike else. Boots. He not even just Nike boots. The way he used to collect sneakers. That was a joke. That I know, was a joke. That but was it's a joke. just yeah. He he definitely yeah. All three of them niggas they don't get their respect. But I don't even remember how we got here. But point is, is you brought us here. You, you bro. brought us. You brought us here because you, we was talking about something. And you said Big Sean ASAP and um, while they don't get their respect, then they that's don't. how we got here. We, we were just talking about who was more creative out of the ASAP mob um, before that. You, though. you said, I mean. I forgot what we were talking about. We were about. talking about Logic because I had a problem oh, we talking about Logic. Yeah, we talk, talk about Wallet. Okay, yeah, facts, yeah, facts. But then we got into a whole tangent about that. But I'm glad we got it. We, <laughs> we started talking about that because that brought me back um, brought me back a little bit. But let's jump into the Face of the Future song of the day presented by um, MBT. Um, if you don't follow us or not subscribe to us, follow us on all the social platforms on Instagram, MBT underscore the 1%, on Twitter, MBT the Future. And make sure you click that big red subscribe button when you go to our YouTube page at MBT Faces the Future for all of our video content. Um, and all the up-to-date news of what's going on within the community. Um, Moose has the Face of the Future song of the day, if you want to present it to us. Song of, the, song of the day is from Bull I Met Recently, like two weeks ago. His name is Sinna. Um, he's from he's from North Jersey. He dropped a mixtape or EP uh, this year called The Vance of Black Interlude, and it's called Crab Leg Sunday. You heard it here first, Crab Leg Sunday. Um, check it out. <laughs> Thought I had engaged you know, 
song crab black sunday definitely crab cop that Fanta black interlude ep on all streaming platforms and once again um the song of the day face the future song of the day was presented by mbt um check us out on all um, platforms for all of our content on instagram mbt underscore the one percent twitter mbt the future and like i said pick that click that big red subscribe button on youtube on mbt faces the future and subscribe to all of our video content um so shannon i got smoke for you Smoke, Straight smoke, I, smoke. I, nah, nah, we all nah. on the same page, nah, bro. Nah, I got smoke for you because your Sixers, man, they done disappointed the NBA hey. once again. And <laughs> I, I need, I need, uh, I need you, again. I need you to tell me what's been going on. Why Ben Simmons won't shoot the ball? Why Embiid is um, falling on the floor? What's up with Doc Rivers and the Philadelphia Sixers? And what's what's going on in Philly, man? I mean, your if, teams can't close nothing out. If 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 I'm gonna talk, I'll take this whole segment up, bro, because I got a lot to say. Give me a quick summary. I can't. I gotta go into detail with the it's shits, really bro. All, it's just blank Ben. We know that's you, the issue. You might, y'all might as well just let me. Y'all might as well just sit back and relax for a little bit, cause I got a lot. I got a lot to say. You, it's all Ben's fault. I got a lot to say. Listen, um, listen. This is um. If you didn't know, Shanjo's theory on why the Sixers are the way they are. So take a listen. First and foremost, Ben Simmons. Um, the biggest problem there is with the with the whole situation. Um, Real quick, I'm sorry. Before you go, go in your rant, go ahead, do you believe in that theory that they said that he's shooting with his wrong hand? To be honest, I don't. I don't know. Because I, I heard, don't I know. That. People say he's right-handed, but he shoots left. I, but how? Do, I don't know how you're a righty, but you've always played left. I don't. I don't know. It I, happens. My I'm dad's like, that. My dad's that way. Okay. I'm, well, then yeah. I'm like that too. I was then it could be. It could be. Anyway, um, we just gave you 180 million dollars, bro. Fifth year in the league. Right, hundred eight million. You still got hundred forty seven left on that deal, bro. It's an insult to the fans, to the city, to the organization, to yourself, for you as a player not to take the next steps in your career to make yourself better, to make the team better. The team's suffering because you, as one of our superstars, is getting subbed out. For fucking Shake Milton and Jory Chillin' Crunch Time, cause you can't be on the fucking floor because you're afraid to shoot. Mm-hmm. Not that you won't shoot, you're afraid to shoot, bro. Under the basket, dumping off to Matisse Thibault on a cut. When you got Trey Young, who's who you're 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 a foot taller than him. Y'all seen that video? You're a foot taller than him. And you go, just, just go up and put the ball in. Your lack of aggression has really hurt the team. And I'm not going to go with what people say about you, that you're spoiled and you can't be talked to, but that's what it seems like is being done because it seems like you don't want to put the work in the offseason to become a better player for the sake of our organization, bro. You're the number one overall pick. You five years in, 
Five years in, there's no fucking reason why your jumper hasn't gotten any better from, from, from day one. What are you doing in the summertime, bro? Stop worrying about these fucking Kardashians. Stop worrying about all this other dumb shit, bro. Get in the gym. Gucci. Focus on your game, bro, because the team needs you, bro. We already took an L on Markel Fultz. You should already, from that point, step your game up, period. It's not it's not good enough to be to be an, an all-defensive player, but you got to give us the whole package. But you're your number one overall pick. Mm. I'm sick and tired of this, and and I can't even defend you no more, bro. Don DeMarco. I can't I can't even I can't even sit here and, and defend somebody that seems like he doesn't give a fuck about what us as fans who sit here and got to argue with motherfuckers like this who be coming at me calling me crazy because I'm defending you when you putting that kind of product on the floor. Yeah, nah. You like, know what I'm saying? It makes me look like that. I'm fucking crazy. Like the Bull Supreme Dream said on his video, you you dunk on that nigga. You know what I'm saying? And it's, and it's so frustrating to watch because four fourth quarters, no shots. That was disgusting. I don't understand how you can call yourself a superstar. That was disgusting. And not even take a shot in the fourth quarter, bro. That's you got to give Joel some help. Help him. You got to give Joel some help, bro. Help you got to help him take us home in the end. You're the starting point guard of the team, bro. It's not even you me. control what the you you can control how the entire game goes. And it's not even just bro. that. It's like just from just from like looking at it, man was playing on the torn meniscus, giving you everything he had. Now, like you said, Mills. The man falls down and he and he has clumsy his, his antics clumsy. sometimes and the things he does. I'm like, calm the fuck down, chill out and play ball. He be, because, he be on some other because stuff. when motherfucking Joel Embiid puts it in his mind that he's going to dominate the game, best player on the floor, offensively and defensively. Period. And the thing is, it's it's uh, I don't remember who said it. I think it was Scotty, crazy ass nigga. He was like, yo, like at least someone like Giannis who can't shoot and who's bad. aggressive. He's not afraid to embarrass himself. He's not afraid to keep shooting, bro. Yeah. He's aggressive. He'll be 0 for 13 from three-point line. But if he make two of them joints, he made two of them joints. Right, bro. You know what I'm saying? And that's ben, the afraid, ben, ben afraid to shoot. They got to change it. Oh. It's like, off, he, he has to do something in the offseason, man. And here's because... the thing. It's like, bro, you, this, is, this will be your sixth offseason, bro. You have yet to get with one of these dudes that we see all over IG that is helping. Like, leadership didn't help Bobby Portis. He didn't help, he didn't help dudes that were shooting terrible. And and it has a, have helps their their percentages go up like 20 percent in Stephen, one off season. According to Stephen A. Smith, he be ghosting people. Like, they, and that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the problem, bro. They, he said I believe they, it. They, there was they, they had they, they he say had he's baby. Schedule, yeah, they say they he's baby. Him, but they he be ghosting shit. And that to me, that's wild. He don't want like, to put the work in, but you can't call yourself a superstar in this fucking city, not in Philly, dog. Ain't nobody going for that shit, bro. Did we have should see some. Sort of improvement offensively from year one to year five, and we see none, and people are fed up with it, and rightfully so. For the hard paying fan, for the for the people that are emotionally and put their time into watching this team play, you owe it to them to put the fucking work in to be the best player you can be. And the fact that you don't give us that is bullshit. Yeah, that's why motherfuckers coming for your neck so crazy because you're not putting the work in as a star in the league. Yeah, nigga, we not we not <laughs> you, you trying to hear me on me on keeping up with the Kardashians? You need to be keeping up with your jump shots, nigga. Like, come on, bro. Real rap. Nah, but a real question I have to ask y'all though. He's getting traded. Nah, 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 nah. It has nothing to do with trades. It's nothing to do with sports. It's actually. so frustrating. It has dog. to. It has to do with kind of what Shannon said as a fan, um, of them paying their hard-earned money to go watch you play. Um, he says, he says that Ben owes it to him. But in the, in, I want. I just want to play devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. Does he owe y'all anything? Yeah, because no, 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 no. No, morally he does. But does he really owe the fans anything? Yes, because we're the reason why you're getting paid. You owe us at least your fucking effort, bro. You you at least 
always think about it. Think, whoa, about, whoa, it. No, think about it. If you if you make no 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 no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're the reason he's getting paid. So or is I, he the reason he's getting no, paid? No. Without why the, the fans, rep, the reason. Why are the fans? Why yo? Hold why is Ben? Else. Why did Ben Simmons get paid? Ben Simmons got paid because of because the, these people come and fill the seats. They come and pay the concessions. Okay. They come. Go ahead, all these all these all these arenas and putting their hard earned money, TV deals, all that stuff. Going to him, they give you a chunk of that. All that revenue that they bring in, the six organizations giving him a chunk of that because they feel that like the return on investment will be good. If you're gonna so, say he don't run to the fans, at the very minimum, at the very minimum, you owe it to your fucking teammates. Period. That ass. You owe it to your fucking teammates. Me, at least, if you're gonna say fuck the fans, y'all on my ass, y'all getting them, whatever. Okay, fine, fine. You owe it to your fucking teammates who I see. The 12th and on the bench putting the fucking work in during the summertime. What are you doing? Yeah, you bro. at least owe it to your teammates and to your organization who you definitely owe it to them to get into Africa. because they gave you $180 million when you might have not really deserved it, but that's that's what the market is really going for these days, right? Okay, cool. You at least owe it to them to put forth the effort. Honestly, truly. I, nah. But I just asked that because... Game 7 at home, bro. Game 7 at home. You're the fucking one seed in the East, bro. You're the one seed in the East going to get a five seed in a team with no fucking all-stars. You have two all-stars. You have three guys that are on the all-defensive team and one guy that's all-NBA. And you lose to the fucking... And you let Kevin Herter come in and fry y'all up and beat y'all. Beat if you would have told me that Trey Young would have played as bad as he did, I would have told you 61 by 30. Let me. The reason I asked that question is because um, when it comes down to Ben Simmons... And and being Toby said that the fans are the reason he gets paid. No, <laughs> the fans are not the reason Ben Simmons get paid. So, ben Simmons has got paid because one, when he came out of college, he did what he had to do. Correct. Two, his first four years before he got that big contract that he got, he did what he had to do. He missed a year, but yeah. But I'm saying he still did what he had to do in the grand scheme of things. He did what he had to do, but he also. But but, but, but I'm just I'm just I'm they just, had to pay him that bread. But they didn't have to do anything. They had to pay him that bread, but he would have walked. I'm saying I, I understand. I understand that, and, and, but, but and the, the reason, way the league works but, now, with the, with the way the money works up, being number one overall pick in that position, you're getting max but, money. But, but what I'm saying though is, if he didn't pan out, if he did like a Kwame, Kwame Brown or whatever and didn't pan out and didn't perform, they're not paying that bread. He doesn't have that leverage. That's what I'm trying to say. So to his point of saying the fans are the reason he's paid, no, the reason he's getting paid is because Ben Simmons did what he do the first few years in his career. Yes, he's on a down slope, and I'm not I'm not supporting him, but I'm just saying that statement. Saying the fans are the reason he's getting I bread. I know. I'm mm-hmm. just saying. I'm just rebutting that statement. Is 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 false in my opinion. Does he then back to the statement I made before about does he owe the fans anything? Me personally, as an athlete, yes, I would say you you have to you do owe the fans morally. Yes, but not everybody thinks that way. You know what I'm saying? One. Ben's like, I'm here to get a check, collect my check. Dude, you're I a fucking do. loser, bro. Get the fuck off the team. Go somewhere else. Go but, back to fucking Australia. But how many people do that on the everyday workforce? There, I'm here to collect my check. I do my my bare minimum to get by, and I and I and I get my check and I go. You ain't got millions of fans around the world. But I'm just, on. but I'm just saying, minus the fans, men, men. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to that say. People do it on a daily basis. So I understand he just on he just in but a position where a, he has more but eyes. But you athlete though, you I, work in the entertainment industry. This, this is different. You know what the fuck you getting yourself into, bro. I I'm not debating that. I'm not debating that, but I'm you just do saying owe it to the fans. But I'm I'm just making a statement that people do this on a daily basis in their profession, their job. They'll they 
They do what they have to do for years. They get their raise. Now I'm in cruise control because I did what I had to do to get this check that I wanted to I get. I understand, but I don't you think it's me? the same situation. Me, me working for the company I work for ain't the same as being a professional athlete. How's how not? Because I owe it to the fans at least to give them everything that I have. You feel that because you're a fan. No, I don't. For any you do, you, for you any organization I would play for, bro. But I'm saying you feel that way because you're you're you you're, you're having an emotional attachment to the team. You feel for me? For any like, player on any team that gets drafted to any team, bro. But I'm, but I'm, but I'm you owe them your effort at least. But who, where does it say that though? Morally, you do. Okay, that's and a you moral, should you should everybody's morals your effort. More, everybody's then get the fuck out the league, then. But he's collecting a check. Fuck you. Get out. Get off the team. Fuck you. Go somewhere else. Hey, Boos, let me ask you this. I'm gonna ask both of you this. If y'all had a job, right? Y'all had a job. And you doing the bare minimum, but you still getting raises every year. You gonna you gonna get up out the league? Or you I would say that job? that that job is stupid for fucking giving your ass that fucking I money. Mean, they give but, me but, a raise. But I'm saying at the end of the day, if you're in that position, you're speaking for a person that's not in that position. But if you get I'm that not check, hold. if I'm gonna raise every year, and I you just do it the bare minimum. I, I what don't you know. gonna do? I might. Shit. And you still get to do whatever. <laughs> that's why. That's all I'm saying. Shit. I agree. But, but, I agree with y'all when it comes to no, that. You're right, but you also have to understand. Like I get where you're coming from, but it's always different when you when you're looking at it from a standpoint of people in entertainment industry. Like it's. A very, it's a very different to sit here and say that to for me who work as a payment analyst at okay. Redacted versus you playing you playing basketball for one of the most aggressive sports fans teams in the country. Like you're playing, and if the fans don't fuck with you, they're not buying tickets. And if they're not buying tickets, they out. Like obviously, yeah, it's Philly, but Philly is not Madison Square Garden. Nope. Like you will lose your ticket sales, and they will trade your ass. Like, Madison Square Garden going to sell because Madison Square Garden. You get what I'm saying? But when you in Philly, <laughs> niggas will really be like, nah, leave, my nigga. Like, dip. Like, they'll see you at Ishka Bibbles, and they will jump your ass. Like, yep. not playing with you. That's cap because there was a video that went out on the board. I was talking about at work, and they seen Ben. Oh, Ben, we gonna, we, we counting you out. We, we know you're going to bounce back. <laughs> da, da, da. And the thing is that, is that I, I really want him to, bro. I want him to maximize on his fucking potential. But if you're not going to put the effort in, bro, I can't respect you. Yeah, period. Not, yeah, I don't nah. want you on my team if you're not if you're not if you're not willing to, and you and y'all both know this. If you're not willing to do whatever the fuck it takes to win, I don't want to fucking play with you. And I I don't want to root for you. Yeah. Period. That's all it comes down to for me. You big ass, bro. Ass. You trying to get all this Kardashian coochie and look at you trying to be a Kardashian. Look and Doc Rivers, bro, you the, you you didn't bench. Doc Rivers too, bro. He not off the hook either, bro. Uh, Cuz you didn't got out coached too many times in too many situations throughout your career, dog. I don't think this is his fault. Huh? I don't think this is his fault. I don't think this is his fault either. I'm not blaming it all on him, but I think there were certain things that happened where Nick, Nate McMillan was out coaching him, bro. I when when that, they go to that Hackabend shit, you got to pull him off the floor. When he misses eight straight, take him off the floor. He did. He wasn't He wasn't in the game in clutch time. No, no. I'm saying throughout the whole game, though. At the one point, he missed eight straight free throws, bro. Take him off the floor. And the fact that, like I said, as a coach, if you got to take your star player off the floor in crunch time, he's not a real fucking star, bro. Yeah. Period. You're yeah, floozy. Period. Floozy. You can't be my starting fucking point guard, and I got to bring in Shake Milton to bring the ball up the court. Yeah, Shake Milton. So, 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 y'all just gonna let Tobias slide? Like he ain't do what he was supposed to do neither. Tobias, I don't, Tobias should never been a max player either, bro. Tobias was just Tobias really just be there. Tobias, because you got part of my name. He's nigga. so hot and cold, bro. Yeah, he'll have games where he's unstoppable. Yeah. Then like in that game seven, he he could he couldn't find his shot, bro. Couldn't find nothing. And that's why I was saying the whole time, like they need to. We're going to find like, you too, Like, like we all know about sports, right? You can't let a team, because the Sixers are, have more talent than the Hawks. I think we can all agree on that at least. They have more talent than them. You can't let a team with less talent hang around. Because yeah. the more they hang around, the more confidence, confidence they, they get. get. Yep. Kevin Hurd is hitting shots. He's Now he's in his head, I'm, I'm killing Seth Curry. 
I'm killing him. And Seth Curry was balling, living up to his name. Yo, we we didn't forget about you either, Tobias. Don't don't let me catch you at Geno's, my nigga. Hey, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say this though. One thing, one thing that that boy Ice Trey got that them them boys in Philly don't got. Talk about killer instinct. That he boy, got heart, that, bro. That, that boy will step on your neck and he got and heart. Not let and you I, up. Nothing but care. respect for it, bro. And and, and best him, you should be ashamed me, of yourself. Let me let me bring this question. I put it in the chat, other group chat, uh, saying, so at this stage in their career, Trey Young and Kyrie Irving, who's better at this stage? Trey Young. Career? Yeah, Trey's better. I feel Trey's better. Okay, Trey's better. Now I said, now what I the question I came out goes, are you taking a healthy Kyrie or a healthy Trey right now? Right now, I'm taking a healthy Kyrie. Mm, I don't know because my thing is because here's the thing you can't thing you can't is, tell me Kyrie can't score like Trey can. No. I'm not saying that, he, but but Dex made a valid point, mm-hmm. and I was he did no he, he did made, he made a valid point when you when you're at that level, um and, and their skill set is very 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 similar. It is very similar. You know what I'm saying they they have attributes they do very well. I'll say I'll say Kyrie's a little more mature in the game when it comes to when it comes to that. Obviously, he has a championship under his belt, but minus that. The thing that the thing that Trey does better than Kyrie is his playmaking ability. That man, that man yeah. makes big, big He's a plays. Guard. Not saying that Kyrie doesn't. Kyrie can score with the best of them. Obviously, he can score with the best of them at will, whatever it may be. But when it comes down prime time, lights is on. You mean getting everybody else involved? Getting Kyrie everybody else involved. Yeah, Trey gonna Trey, Trey gonna do what he has to but do. That depends on the team that you want to build. Like the thing is, the thing is, why why I like per, I like Trey personally is because he. How do I say this? He knows his weaknesses, and he knows how to – he plays around his weaknesses. Like, for example, you know that it's a little nigga, and you know that you playing you playing against Joel Embiid, you playing mm-hmm. against Dwight Howard, nigga throwing floaters all day. All he's day. very good at drawing fouls. Yeah, good at drawing fouls. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Kyrie, he good, but you know what I'm saying? The issue with Kyrie is that he had – most of his moves, you have to be at the net to do. Like, yeah, he can shoot. Don't get me wrong. But he's more of a, yo, I'm – Gonna, I'm gonna get to my shop. Make gonna mix you and yeah. go to the cup. And that's what I'm saying. Is Trey, Trey, when you play Trey, when you play Trey, you got, you got, you got to think of the fact of you don't know what he's going to he do. Can kill you multiple yeah. ways. With Kyrie, it's more so about the fact of how was he gonna get to the net. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's how you kind of have to look at them. I, I don't know if that makes Kyrie sense. Kyrie still got the strap. No, too, yeah, definitely. He, he got nice. a strap, but he not, he not more, um, he not more trigger happy than Trey. No, Trey gonna pull from anywhere and let you know about it. You got the green light. Kyrie got the green light too, though. Yeah. From anywhere on the he floor, do. If no, you really he do. want to. He do. But Kyrie, he's more so. You know what I'm saying? I think Kyrie's mindset. He, he's just in a whole different world than he used to be when it comes to professionally and personally. So yeah. and that's, again, that's, an, that's and again injured. Yeah, injured. And that's another reason I take Trey over Kyrie. You know what I'm saying? And even and, and the biggest thing is he's carrying Trey's carrying a team like by itself, quote yep. unquote. And he's available. You know and, and he's available. Kyrie, he's doing this. Kyrie doing Kyrie doing Sage. He doing Sage at the game. Yeah, not, nothing nothing against that, but it's just he, like bro. Do you? I, I mean, he but when he's healthy, he's performing though. I'll give him Uncle Drew. I never seen saying? him like this. In the, I never seen him like this before. But he's always I mean, he's always performing. No, 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 I mean, before he got hurt, he was still hooping. No, he crazy. was hooping before he got. But I'm saying like this season, I don't know what it was taking yeah. out taking out the taking out whatever happened media. I don't know what it was, but Kyrie was just kind of different this year. Like, like you, fe- like you felt it. It's that energy, bro. He yeah. got a different energy. Yeah, he yeah, it. His mindset's different. different. Yeah, I feel like now. he's he's. I'm not even gonna say just listening to like his interviews and stuff. Like he's become more in tune with like who he wants to be as a person. Because I feel as though he was fighting that for a long time mm-hmm. in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. like juggling what he really wants to do versus what the NBA is trying to make him be, and also versus what 
like the fans and the people that are fans of Kyrie want him to be. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? He was having a little identity crisis. He, that's that's all that was happening. He he was fighting with that. You can see that. And like I said, like we know, Ky- Kyrie came into the league super young too. So it's yeah. like you're watching them grow up in front of us, and that's mm-hmm. why I go back to the point about Ben Simmons when Shan says, "Yeah, he's a passionate fan, but he hopes he, the kid does well." Is because look. He's still trying to find himself as well. He came into the league as an 18 year old, he's only 23, 24 Man, now. Years and, old, and, bro. And, and we talk about mental health things that are in that nature. Philly's a rough city to be in. You know what I'm saying? Rough is Especially rough. now. I can I can only imagine what it's like for him now. It's not even just like a like an NBA. This is like a national thing because everybody saw this on Global. the big stage. Yeah. So now, I mean, MSNBC was making fun about it yesterday. Yeah. MSNBC, MSNBC, oh, yeah. you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like you, you making it to the news channels now, bro. So now it's like, I would hope that you would be embarrassed enough to want to go do something about it and change it. Yeah, because at you this point, what I'm it's, all, it's all your fault, bro. Like, and at this and at this fault, it's clearly it's in your fucking head. Clearly, because you don't want to go. You don't even want to go to the free throw line. You know, you under the basket, and you're not even looking at the basket. He does that fucking little dribble handoff. He doesn't even look towards the basket. You know what I'm saying? So it's in his head. Hopefully not the same way it was in Markel, but I mean, there's people out there that will help him. He needs to get with Lethal Shooter, bro. And I don't, he better needs not to get with Lethal Shooter. Do not, this summer. do not be at Geno's. Do not be at Ishkabibbles. One, two. I better not catch you at Nodo. I better not catch you at wherever. I need you in the gym working on your jump shot. I will meet you at Temple. I will be the rebound boy doing everything. Just take my it serious, bro. And I wish that you would play for the for the Australian team in the Olympics, bro, because you need that work. Yeah, oh, you're not do. playing in the Olympics? Nope. Why not? That's crazy. Because he's trying to be in the Maldives with Kendall. <laughs> Kendall, she would, Kendall, Kendall she would, would book. She would book now. Yeah. She would book. Oh, that's probably why he hurt. But it's like, bro, that's like, you should have took that opportunity to, to work on your fucking game against the top level around from around the world, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, do you take this shit serious or not? And if you don't, how the fuck can I be a fan of yours? That's mm. what I'm saying. And that's why I said at the end of the day, yeah, he may not owe everybody anything, but... If he not doing what he needs to do, they just going to look at him. And you know, Daryl Morey don't play, bro. Daryl Morey will ship his ass to fuck up out of there, bro. Yeah, he, and he seemed like... He will ship his ass to fuck we up out see. of there, bro. We're going we to see. Because another thing is, I think it's going to be hard to get rid of Ben if, if they wanted to trade him because his stock, his stock went dropped. down like crazy. Nah, 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 nah. His stock definitely dropped, bro. Dropping, not he got a big market still, but his stock definitely he got a, He got a big market, but... His stock took a dip, bro. The real question that you have to ask yourself is not so much about the talent, but it's like, are teams willing to take on... Take the on attitude. that bill that nah not fuck the attitude. I'm talking about that bill that they have to take on. Don't they, they take on the the, the, the contract wise? The, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Who wants to take that on? If yeah, you're but, not gonna, but they you're not gonna produce all the time now. Though. You said what? They all they big contracts move around all the time now in the league though. But I'm saying with the production he's giving you. Is what oh I'm yeah, I agree. About. Like, like yeah, that's that's, facts. that's true. That's something that I don't think many teams want to take on. But but moves jumping to um one of our final topics of the day. The BBLs have been a, a conversation, uh, a topic of discussion. I know you put a, a little clip or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because uh, that was wild. Like, what is going? Like, what is going on today? Like, this is an honest conversation, and we're gonna bring this full circle. But so I, I was on the internet, you know, minding my own business. Um, next, you know, like I'm scrolling, I'm seeing oh BBL, BBL, BBL. I'm like, okay, like what's the issue with like BBL? Like, you mm-hmm. know, like you know, sometimes I see this shit. Some people talk about it a little bit, like. It was just unnecessary. Like, I seen it three, four days in a row. Like, what the hell going on? Type in BBL. Find a video. Apparently, there was a line in Santo Domingo going back to Atlanta. Where we just came from. Yeah. DR? Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh. That's the capital of that shit. And there was a whole bunch of passengers in wheelchairs. 28. Yep. 95% surgery. 
95% surgery. All look like young girls, young middle-aged women in wheelchairs. And it says surgery. And I'm assuming, you know, me being smart, put two and two together, they got BBLs. So now my question. For the low ski. Yeah, for the low ski. So my question is to y'all, what is the issue with women and BBLs? All right, um, uh, let me let me jump on this first. Um, when it comes to this conversation, I feel as though it's not even we're talking about BBLs, but I'm a, I'm gonna expand it to a little broader topic. Yeah. It's it's not even just about women in general. It's we're in an era. I think we're in another epidemic when it comes to, but it's body dysmorphia. You feel me? Sir. And the, remember how we talked about the era when we were at the emo rap and the people were doing drugs, popping pills, things of that nature. I think we're in that era now where the whole body's been dysmorphia. I think I'm pronouncing it right. Um, is becoming uh, becoming a thing where people are just not happy because of the way they feel as though they should be perceived or looked on social platforms, just in life in general. Mm-hmm. They're seeing you got 14 year old girls, 15, 16 year old guys wanting to get their jawline fixed or lip injections or BBLs, whatever it may be, because they see their favorite superstar getting it because they don't like the way they look. Everybody you know in Hollywood, look, they it's, got it's, some work it's, done. It's, 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 it's crazy now. And you're not even letting these, these young teenagers, men and women, aren't even letting their bodies develop to see what they're going to look like. Mm-hmm. You feel me? They're just like, you're, you're mad at you. You're, you're unhappy with yourself. Before you even got a chance to, to, to know yourself or see what you're going to look like or whatever it may be. And I, and I think that's the problem at hand more so than just, oh, it's a BBL thing. It's it's it's, yeah. it's, it's people aren't happy with them. The, self, the self-happiness isn't there. And that's and, and, and I brought it up brought it up really because of the fact that that, that was really my, my thing. I, I noticed that bringing it back full circle to race, whatever, it's like I noticed that I'm not saying everybody does this. I know this happens in Europe, but we black men. My my thing is, I noticed that in our community, in our culture, you got rappers, they women with BBLs. Oh no, it's not a problem. It's yours. Words of Quavo, whatever. You got people paying for you know titties, ass, lip in, lip injections, all that stuff. And it's like, why do we feel? And actually, no, I'm gonna just throw it out there like this. Like the reason why I brought it up is I I have a problem with a lot of people changing the way that they look. Like you said, it's like you don't let your body develop. There's, there seems to be an issue where we feel like we have to project an idea of perfection in our community. It's like as guys, we gotta we gotta have a big dick. As women, we have or as women, women have to you know have a big ass, big titties. They have to have a coke bottle frame, and it's like most people don't look like that. It's like looking at guys, for example. It's like we don't all have to have six pack abs and look like fucking. Idris Elba or Morris Chestnut, like mm-hmm. everybody has a different build, mm-hmm. and so my thing is that like, where do y'all really honestly think this is coming from? Where it's like people have to feel like they have to be perfected to be to look, to be accepted. Social media, the pressure I think of 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 what like like no said what people see online. I mean now is I mean you can't tell people got work done or not, but I mean everyone's body looks like. That perfect hourglass figure with the with the big hips and the big ass and the big titties and, and like you don't know what's real and what's not anymore. You got you got you got males getting um, ab big abs, ab Bro, implants, any guy that chest implants, shoulders, face implants, getting like, the, getting the, the little man boobs taken out. That shit is weird, bro. Like so. And, and, and I'm also we're not also like trying to come at it, but we're just saying it's 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 it's, it's a thing issue. that's that we. That's a thing. It's just they a thing. You know it's what I issue. say is, you know what? Because look, I got little man boobs, right? I, I'm just saying, right? I'm, I'm gonna be vulnerable here, right? 
I would I would love to get them taken out, right? But what I want myself, I feel like it would be more satisfying for me to get my ass in the gym, get in shape, get my shit right to the way I really want it to look, and I will feel so much better about myself then versus getting them taken out with some surgery. I'll say this. I'll say this now because you just brought up a good you brought up a good valid point when it comes to the work aspect. Um minus um people getting like work done because of self-conscious things that they had like after they've already grown up or whatever it may be but i'm talking more so like the younger kids that are like 16 17 18 whatever it may be going out of the country to try to get work done or whatever it may be or 20 whatever it is um they don't want to put that work in i feel like that's a thing with the generation nowadays not even just when it comes to getting surgeries like when it comes to the workforce when it comes to anything i feel like Everybody, we talk about this all the time. The microwave, the microwave thing, the microwave it's effect McDonald's that everybody era. wants. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's think what about they grew it. Up seeing, yeah, they don't, they don't, they don't want to put the work in. They don't want to. Or maybe, maybe if I do this, maybe I go to the gym, like mm-hmm. you said, I can get fit. Like I want to get fit because there's a certain type of attention and a certain type. We'll be honest with you. The concept of like pretty privilege or being handsome, like there's a certain type of privilege handsome people and attract like attractive people get 100 percent. like for for women if you know even if you're not even showing off your body if you have a nice body the type of attention you get and the type of benefits you get versus a woman that doesn't have that type of body varies it's the same thing it's with favoritism guys. if you mm-hmm. yeah, if you if you if you a handsome if you a handsome young man the type of attention you get is going to be very much different than a guy who's not as handsome and so i think like and this is what i was going to raise it's like it's like hot like my my thing is just that I just feel like a lot of times a lot of younger people see that and they're like, oh, this person's handsome. They get the attention. So let me go and fix my jawline, for example. Or, you know, let me go and fix my ass to get the attention that I want so people can want more. People can make me feel accepted. But it's like, where is the where is the happy medium of where not even a happy medium? It's like, how do you stop this shit? Because we all going to have kids one day, you know. And it's like the reality of it is that we're gonna have these conversations because the way that it's looking is looking it's not looking safe. It's so a like, lot of what they see growing up, bro. I mean, all these kids are now that they grew up in this generation of the shit that we didn't have, which is crazy because I mean we're not that much older than them, but the way we came up was so fucking different. Because like like we always say, and we when we was coming out of when I was going away to college in two thousand twelve IG was just created, bro. Yeah. So Twitter right. came out three years before that. Mm-hmm. Facebook came out a couple years before that. So, mm-hmm. like, that was the start. Like, e- even, like, our IGs from back in the day, they all looked, like, crazy. Like, yeah, we didn't know different. what the fuck they we look, was doing with IG. They look way different. Remember? Like, we yeah. didn't know what we was doing with IG. You was posting everything. You, you would post a picture of your laptop and put it up. It was it was about whatever. Now, what these kids um, see is all, all these... People that that look like they're living these crazy fabulous lives that have these crazy perfect bodies, men and women, and that's what they think they need in order to be successful or to be liked and loved because it's all about them likes, bro. I think I think it's this body imaging thing isn't anything new. Um, in my also because if you think about what like the eighties, um, the big things you want to be skinny, like super skinny, you want to be a model figure. Um, you want to be on the runway, whatever it may be, or like when America's Top Model was coming out, the early two thousand, same thing. You want to be super yeah. skinny, starve yourself because I want to be that that it person. I think, I think the thing is nowadays, not even nowadays, but just over time and over history in general, is just they're seeing the people that they look up to and idolize doing this and saying this is okay. It's magnified now. It's magnified, so it's like all right, this person's doing it, so 
I want to do it too. Mm-hmm. If she's getting this result because she gets this, she's getting X amount of dollars. You talk about that. deals and favoritism for looking good or looking a certain way. Let me do that so I can get to that point it's too. The, it's the culture of wanting to be famous. It's like mm-hmm. everybody want everybody want to be anybody everybody wants to look like a video vixen. Everybody wants that same attention. Everybody wants that type of time where you get travel, you get to travel, you get to fly out like and to, things to get are that. so much easier for these kids now because they yeah. can just, they they all want to be influencers. Yeah, and you're not they even can, they can make bread off of that. Yeah, and yo, get your bodies done. Y'all try to be this popping person that you're not, and it don't do nothing for y'all because at the end of the day, what happens now? Perfect example going into this. Let's look at OnlyFans. OnlyFans is now moving away from adult content and they're trying to make it more mainstream. Think about all the girls that got BBLs that pay for BBLs to make themselves look more attractive so they can have more OnlyFans people. And that's Where, supposed, it wasn't even what it was made for. Yeah, in the it first wasn't even place. made for that. It was it was supposed to be like Patreon. Mm-hmm. But now look, you put yourself in a position where it's like you did all this to get your attention for guys, girls, whatever, and now they're moving away from that. And based on we all know how algorithms work, you're not gonna be included in this. So what was the point of that? And for y'all to now get that validation that yeah, like you know, niggas looking at my ass, ooh, ooh, niggas looking at my dick. Ooh, like y'all doing all this stuff. It's like, <laughs> Pause. <laughs> wow. Pause. Wow. Nah, for real though, wow. but nah, it's like y'all, y'all do y'all doing all this, and it's like y'all did this for this validation, and like what happens now? Like yeah. y'all gonna be obsolete? Y'all did all this to be sex workers? Y'all did this to look a certain way to be attractive? I mean, this that's what they call themselves. That's today. what they. That's what they call themselves. This man in his bag today. Don DeMarco. And now, and now look at it. It's like. You're in a position now where it's like, we don't even know what's going to happen. And y'all did this for that validation instead of putting in work, instead of going to the gym. Y'all ever seen the show Botched? Nah, you know what's funny? I watched that. You never seen the show Botched? I watched watched that interview. So the show Botched is all about fixing people that have gotten these cosmetic surgeries, these fake asses, these fake titties that now is fucking your body up. Your titties are saggy. Your ass is saggy. You know, K. Michelle had to get her shit removed because she almost died. You know what I mean? So, a lot of and it, and it be and it be fucking porn stars that they got they shit, and then they be regular Joe Schmo that got they got all these cosmetics, all these BBLs, and all these tummy tucks and all that shit. Now you got to pay even more bread to get it fixed, cause now it's fucking with your health. Yeah, and that was the thing that the guy, cause he did a TMZ interview. He said apparently like the BBLs are actually the most dangerous surgeries to get. I heard that as well. Yeah, it's like apparently it's like there's veins that lead up to your heart or your lungs and if you get fat inside that lungs or that part of your so body. There was there was some famous woman that like, I think it was in the last year or so that that she had passed away from getting like a surgery they messed up on her or something like that. I forget who happened it was. Happened to Kanye West's mom. I know happened to Kanye West's I mean, mom too. Look at a lot of these women that I mean not not just women but the men too that look so different now like Lady Gaga who looks so different. Lil Kim it's not even the same little Kim no but more. But little Kim, little Kim, I feel as though her situation is a little Madonna. Different. Little Kim, when it comes to little Kim, she was degraded so much in terms of the way she looked yeah. and that kind of like forced. I don't think it was a, a thing. You mean where, like the old little Kim? The, like I'm talking about when she, she got her surgery. Yeah, like, I thought she was her. ugly. No, 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 no. I'm talking. I about thought the, she was beautiful. No, no, no. I'm not saying. I'm not saying like in terms of I personally thought I'm saying like people degraded her it's the way that did they she really looked. yeah, yeah that's oh, why she sure. changed that's why she changed that's why Michael it's the same thing with Michael Jackson Michael she Jackson looked, she, was, she looked fine no she me. did but yeah, she did you know what I'm saying people, people, but yeah. people didn't mm-hmm. say that to people her. weren't saying that to her you it's feel the me? same thing with Michael Jackson and his dad his dad used to make fun of his nose all the time that's why he got his nose changed you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying it's like you look at all these different things that happen to people at a young age and it's like now you want to change yourself like me like I've always been insecure about my teeth I got gaps I hate my gaps right but it's like at the end of the day it's like 
yeah, it's a it's something that I'm not happy about, but it's something like I guess the whole message was like as black people, we all have these insecurities that we have. You know what I'm saying? And for the bigger thing that we're dealing with, like we're dealing with racism, we're dealing with all these different things and it's like us the fact that you may not have a fat ass or the fact that you may not be the next cat stacks or superhead because they get attention, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it really doesn't. And I'm not saying that I mean I'm not saying that to be funny. Like I'm not saying that to be I'm not saying that to be a jokester, but it's like wow. Superhead, bro. Superhead, <laughs> Superhead, oh the Claremont God. twins, all of that. Like though no, okay, I'm not gonna start going crazy. That's the Claremont twins. But that's a, like look at the Claremont. They are prime example. They were pretty women. But 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 my thing is it's, but if it's something that they want to do at the end of the by day, all means you have every because right I've had this conversation plenty of times. Obviously, if it's something you want to do, do by all means do what you want to do. But we're just saying the cause of why people want to do it so much. These are the reasons that we we're giving. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, you gotta be happy with yourself, your appearance, and things that come up with it. Whether it's upkeep after you get the surgeries, years after, because that's what you're gonna have to do. But at the end of the day, the reason why we feel as though this is happening at an, at an alarming or rapid rate is the reasons we just gave you. Social media and people want to be accepted. And to be honest with you, it's, it's, it's not that, it's really not that deep at the end of the day. A lot of it is a social because like Kim Kardashian, her ass looks fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Her ass looks fucking nuts, bro. Chloe, shit looks fucking nuts. Chloe and like you see people person. like, like Kylie Jenner's not even the same person she used to be, bro. Neither is Jordan Woods. You know what I'm do saying? You, do you ever wonder like what, the people that you know, you've seen some of these people before they got their surgery, what they were like. Like, give Kyle Jenner for an example, like what she would have looked like when she grew up. Like, what if Nicki Minaj? What if she would have been perfectly like, not like, what if she would have been a perfectly beautiful woman, like without all the cosmetics? Mm-hmm. Because she was, I think when she got her first, like, let me just, I don't know, that it was she was a teenager, I'm pretty yeah. sure. So, we'll never know. I don't know. We'll just, never know. I guess we'll never know. Interesting thought. I guess we'll never know. Yeah. But, that's all I got for today, guys. Um, I enjoyed the conversation. It, it was good. And you know what's funny about this whole thing? Wale did a song about girls about girls and body dysmorphia, and he never got his respect for that song. Uh, Wale, I just if you're listening to this podcast, you, you've been mentioning sign, sign my boy every sign season, my boy bro. Toby to to some type of creative role. Sign my boy Toby to whatever maybe put him in your camp. You know what I'm saying? And we love you too, Wale. My man, my man, gonna go twisted. hard for you, but. They don't give you enough flowers for you, bro. They don't. It's it's, it's all right though. We we gonna figure it out. Just trust me. We gonna we gonna figure it out. We gonna figure it out. But I enjoyed the convo, like I said before. Um, that's all I got for episode sixty three of the Face the Future podcast. It's your boy Mills. It's your boy Shan. It's your boy Mensa Moose. Peace, 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 peace.